What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. And we got a guest today. We, we got, got a guest, guest today. today. I am so <laughs> excited. Me too. So we have author, CEO, mm-hmm. entrepreneur, <laughs> Mia J here with us yes. today. Thank you so Thank much you. for coming. Thank you for having me. Now, if you live in the rock, y'all know this is Young Dolph's partner. Y'all were together, you know, so give us a little, you know, introduction to, you know, who you are and everything that you got going on. So, I mean, you pretty much summed oh, me no, up. Oh, I'm going to you up, girl. I'm going to let you in now. <laughs> Thank you. But no, um, so I am Mia J. Um... I am, you know, Adolph's soulmate. I am, you know, the mother of his children. And, you know, I am the one who is just trying to make a difference in mm-hmm. honor, in his honor. Mm-hmm. Um, through my platform, Black Men Deserve to Grow Old. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, I have another business, or a few of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As she said. Yeah, <laughs> right. Look, period. I know, look, I did my research. We girl. did, we know, did our research. <laughs> Let me talk about that. <laughs> But no, um, I have also the Mama CEO, and that's a business that just, I want to advocate for families, Mm. like for women to be mothers out here, Mm -hmm. you know, that's super important to me. Um, so the family dynamic super important, and I started a nonprofit called Fresh Start Kids. Yes. not all at the same time. Right, right, right. right. Building <laughs> blocks, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and so I have a nonprofit, Fresh Start Kids, that just aims to educate parents and caregivers on how to properly take care of our children mm. when they first come into this world. You right. Know, from a from the nutrients that they consume to mm. like just the things, the environment, and things like that, like a holistic. Pers- um, point of view mm-hmm. just raising a child. Right. So. You know what's crazy? Because we actually talked about that on the show before because I feel like growing up, I always had a super unhealthy relationship with food. Yeah. I, I felt agree. like I had to finish my food that. or I would get in trouble and it was mm-hmm. like, it was just teaching me unhealthy eating habits. Like, we gotta learn. Like, if you full, you can stop eating. It's okay. Did you feel like that or did your mama say, if you don't eat that damn food, yes, that's, gonna that was my mom. That, that was my you mom. Gonna, it's gonna be and going see, away. This my, and see, my mom wasn't really like that, but I just feel like I used to eat a lot of things out of convenience that mm. now I wouldn't eat necessarily. Like, yeah. and, you know, nothing is wrong with it if that's all that you can get, but, mm-hmm. like, I'm not gonna eat McDonald's and stuff, and, I, and I'm gonna try not to feed that to my children and stuff, too, but I feel like growing up, you were eating a lot of stuff out of convenience just because your parents had busy schedules right. and they yeah. couldn't make meals for you all the time. And that's true, too. Mm-hmm. We came up in the era, I don't think parents was as conscious as what they are, what people are becoming. It was right. like, not to say, like, they, they had other things that I think that we lack here, so mm-hmm. it was like a trade-off, I right. think. And it's right. like... You know, they definitely, I had, had like, my parents cooked at home, mm-hmm. but if I was like, I want rallies, Wendy's, they were going to get McDonald's. They were going to I'm just like, I'm not doing that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, and really, my kids could probably get only, like, Chick-fil-A and Chipotle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's, that's, and that's crazy because that's literally that's the all, only fast food we eat, and we all, talk about that all the time. Yeah, I know show. I'm doing good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what does a normal day look like? Like, what do you feed your kids, like breakfast, lunch, dinner? Like, what does that look like? So for breakfast, I like make them breakfast every morning. Mm-hmm. Right? One of my biggest fears, I used to go to school, and not that my parents did a bad job, but I went to school hungry. Yeah. And because it'd be like, eat cereal. I don't want no cereal. Right. Like, I'm or, the same way. like, I just didn't know what to eat. So mm-hmm. I think that most kids, 
you're not about to know what to eat. You burnt out on oatmeal. You know, like, and it just was a real struggle bus, right? Mm -hmm. So I would go to school hungry, and I can remember just sitting in class, like, you know, you got that morning breath. For so long, and then by lunchtime, I'm just starving. I don't want to eat now. Right. Yeah. Lunch. So I would call my dad, like, bring me some, 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 you know, fast food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying all that to say, when I think about those moments, I'll be like, well, my kids, I'm gonna have to wake up. What y'all? I ask them, what would you like for mm-hmm. breakfast? Yeah. So if they be like, I don't know, then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make y'all some pancakes. Um, I'm gonna make some toast. You want a bagel this morning? Mm-hmm. Like I'm literally and you it's give always, them options. I give right. them options, but I'm all, always gonna pair if it's pancakes, it's gonna be a fruit with it. Mm. Like if it's gonna be something bready, you know, it's gonna be a fruit. Um, mm-hmm. If I if I really cut up in the morning time <laughs> and make, <Uh-oh. laughs> if you got a little <laughs> extra time, <laughs> extra time <laughs> I might do a little, you know, uh, turkey bacon little sandwich. So oh, I do like, okay. now. you know, do a little fried egg, you know, toast, mm-hmm. um, turkey bacon. And okay. they love that, but always with some fruit. Because right. I, I just always want to, like, you know, help them to break all that stuff down. Like, they're going to need a fruit. They're going to need some type of veggie or something right. just to right. kind of break all of them carbs and stuff like that down. You got to make sure it's balanced. It's, it's balanced. balanced. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, I live for balance. Okay? Yeah, me too. Yes, that's I feel good, like though, you have to do I everything like, in moderation. Yeah. Growing up, you know, you see that on the movies. You know, people have breakfast cooked for them in the morning. Because when I was waking up, like, my mom was gone at work. You right. know, and she was a single mom. Mm-hmm. So, we just had to get up. We would pop a toast of strudel in the oven, you know, whatever was in the freezer, and we would have to go. Yeah. So, but I do think that's important that you're teaching them at a young age, because like I said, I still struggle with my eating habits from stuff when I was a child. So, that's very important. That's a good program to have for, like, kids and... You know, because I ain't well, know nothing about no food. Adults too, <laughs> because adults like you were saying, too. I think portion control is a big thing mm-hmm. that a lot of people don't realize. It makes a huge difference. You don't have to eat everything that's on your yeah. plate. I feel like so many people overeat mm-hmm. all the time. Listen, I know when I first, my journey to first losing like a lot of weight, mm-hmm. I would go to the uh, restaurant and ask for it to go plate. Like as soon as my food mm-hmm. come out and literally like go ahead and like, I'm going to say this for mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... And then somebody was like, put salt on it, you won't eat it. And I'm like, I ain't doing that. I ain't wasting, yeah. no, I ain't wasting, I ain't wasting no money. Now. I, yeah. ain't I ain't there yet now. No, Hold just on. bring me that to-go box yeah. so we can go ahead and put that to the side. Right. But yes, portion control, that is a major thing. So know? how much weight have you lost, like, when you said you lost some weight? Now, this was years ago. Okay. This okay. was years ago. But I've always kind of been, like, I'm, like, a 10 or, like, 10, 15, 15 pounds the max, you mm-hmm. know. But, like, 10 or, 10 or less pounds. Right. I'd be, like, fluctuating yes. between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's I recently lost 30 pounds. Ooh, now look, congratulations, girl. That's good. Now look, I had and a it's been help. like in the past, what, like three months? Yeah, it was from May. Now I did, I get, I got a little surgery. Mm-hmm. I got, I, I got my boobs reduced. So my boobs were really big and mm-hmm. I just got a breast reduction. But I knew that I had to change my eating habits because I think people think the surgery is end all be all, but you mm-hmm. have to change the way you eat because Drea knows she don't finish her food. So we would go I out to eat. My food. I, I always I would be picking off of her plate. I was just that person. Like, I would just eat everything. But now it's like, I've just learned portion control when I stop eating when I'm full. But I think those are habits that we can teach our children. Like, Mm -hmm. if your kid is eating, I feel like as long as they, you know, 
emphasize when I'm eating their vegetables and their fruit, like right. you said. But if they're full, let them be full. Let them be full. Let them be full and go outside and work off their food and work off their energy. It's okay. Like, yeah, and also, you know, we learn to eat more in a day and that helps keep your metabolism up. Like, you're supposed to have six small meals a day. Yeah. For us, it was like, I was going damn near the whole day without eating sometimes and I would just have a bad meals. dinner. Yep. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then by the time you do eat, you eat something that's so unhealthy. Something, so bad. Something your body not even really processing and breaking down. They're trying to right. stick to you because yeah. they don't know, your body doesn't know when you're going to eat again. And on top of that, you know, what I learned through doing Fresh Start Kids and what even inspired me to do it, a mm. lot of these foods that we eating have so many chemicals that like, if our body is amazing, first right. of all. Shout out to God. Yeah. Okay? Because yes. like, literally, he did his dang on thing when he mm. put <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> for real. So, but he, when he put us together for real, like, it's like, Fruits, veggies, nuts, everything that he created, like mm -hmm. our body can process and right. break down, right? Mm -hmm. Those things is man-made. Like if you read the back of a label and it say hydroclocks, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right. you, you shouldn't be consuming it. <laughs> you can't, you can't do that. And your right. body does it. Like when it goes into your body, your body. And, by no means, let me put this disclaimer, I'm not a medical doctor. Right, right, this right. This is just like... Because look, girl, they're going to be in a class like, she don't know. <laughs> it's, it's like literally, this is like, like physiology, biology, one-on-one mm, that we right. should just all know and mm, understand, right. right? Just to better take care of our body. It's mm, our temple, right? right. Um, and so it's like if you can't read it, you know, you can't understand it. When it goes into your body, your body doing the same thing. Like, this is some foreign mm -hmm. material. It breaks it down, and it stores it as fat, and it, it, it never it breaks never leaves, down, right. you know? So, so when you, like, grocery shopping stuff, are you only buying, like, organic products? Um, do you, like, make your own juices and stuff at home and I stuff, too? I used to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't fell off. Like, I fell off a little bit, but I think I've created a routine, like, mm -hmm. a habit. Like, I know what to buy. Like, I for a long time, I did read the back of my label. Mm -hmm. I even got Adolf. Like, Adolf, so, like, 2020, the pandemic actually helped him because he, we, he had never really, he wasn't going to no grocery store. He right. Was like, <laughs> I just got off the road. Right. Why are you sending me, right? Mm -hmm. And But in 2020, we started going, and it was, like, fun to him. Like, mm -hmm. I got pictures. Like, we were literally, like, it's like. So he was on his healthy stuff. Right. He was, he's always at, appreciated me being a health conscious person so mm -hmm. he was always on board but he never like he never physically did it like went mm -hmm. inside and was a part of the process right, right? Okay. so seeing how I pick out groceries like oh we're not gonna pick up that bread we're gonna get this bread mm -hmm. because and he asked questions like well, why you get this one instead and I would tell him right so it was like it would be like a field trip right. <laughs> and yeah. we would come out $600 <laughs> later on a whole bunch of stuff that like just like whatever like he would just go nuts like let's like he would just go Extra, just be extra in the yes. grocery store because he was right. so excited about this. But Love I think it. that's the thing, though. When you start eating healthy, you actually really feel it, too. You like, do. I feel myself, like, I have so much more energy now. Like, I can just move better. And, like, I have more energy in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like, I think yeah. that is so important that people don't realize. And I think a lot of people, too, think that it has to be an expensive thing. But mm -hmm. I feel like you can still eat healthy and be budget conscious. Too. Right, yeah. of course. Audi, I ain't gonna even lie to y'all. If y'all sleeping on Audi, mm -hmm. it's like... Okay, I never go there. So it's like, I mean... I've never been there either. It's like, it's the same people who own Trader Joe's. Okay. okay. That's okay. first and foremost. So okay. it's like... And I love me some Trader Joe's. I so, do like Trader Joe's. Mm -hmm. So for like young people and stuff like that, it already being a lot of places, a lot of times, it's not always, but it's in like a lot of food deserted um, areas. Yes, right? mm -hmm. yes. So places where people can't get access to fresh food. Those, mm -hmm. those are called food deserts. Right. And so they're there, but it's like you'll want to look at it, you know what I'm saying? Thinking like, it's like 
save them more or something like that. You, mm-hmm. It's not that. Like, it's like a baby Trader Joe's. It's, okay. like, it's a version of Trader Joe's. Right. And it's like they, you can come up out of there with a whole gang of groceries, mm-hmm. you know? And right. Good stuff. Like, kind of like Trader Joe's. Right. That's right. why I, and spend I, I think that's what um, scares people away from eating healthy because they feel like, okay, yep. it goes bad fast and it's expensive, you know? So, Listen, we gotta, we gotta, especially as black people, we talked about this on a past episode. Like, we do. Do not pay attention to our health enough. No, we don't. And I also think even if, like, your concern is, like, stuff going bad fast, there's a lot of tips and tricks where you can preserve your food for longer. I always freeze my vegetables and fruits. I'm going to be real with Mm y'all. Y'all want me to be real with y'all? Yeah, that's that's, what we do here, girl. That's an excuse. I think what it is, people don't want to make time they don't really want to make time. Because it is more really time than so It is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, absolutely. I mean, and it's like everybody, it's, we in a microwave society. Mm-hmm. It's like, listen, I don't want to take the time to prep. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to take the time to, ugh, I see this bug. And I'll be like, every time like a dude <laughs> or somebody be like, they acting funny about a banana or a bug on something, right. I'll be like, you don't put worse things in your mouth. Worse right. things in your mouth. <laughs> Let's yeah. be real. Yeah. Like you, done, you worried about a little bug, a little gnat. You worried about ain't. a little brown spot on yeah. my <laughs> Okay. All right, then. I'm going to let you have that one. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it. Don't eat the banana. Eat that. Okay, so I do want to discuss um, your black men deserve to grow old brand. Because yes. I remember the first time I saw it. It was crazy because it was actually on my birthday. My birthday is August 17th. And you had posted it. On my birthday, I was like, oh, this is actually like something really good to talk about Mm -hmm. because I feel like just with just everything that goes on with black people, period, when it like while I was talking about even with health, like black men deserve to grow old. So tell us a little bit about that brand and the movement of that. Yes. So black men deserve to grow old. Um, I started that because. You know, a lot of people don't realize that com- that has learned about me or like the brand and whatever until recent. Right. But I started that. I lost my brother. My brother was three years older than me. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So like to visualize or conceptualize what that looks like, if you look at Aria and Trey, my my children, yes. Like the the connection that they have, like that was me and my brother. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like. Like, you know, just there, close, like, you know, super friend. close. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, you know, I lost my brother um, in Memphis to gun violence. Mm-hmm. Now, my brother, he was like, he was like, first of all, he owned a car dealership, right? Mm-hmm. He was, um, he always was like, like that, uh, what you call it? Like, you, you knew he was going to be a preacher, but he didn't, like, he just kept he on just trying to run. He just had that word He kept girl. on trying to run from it, though. Right. Right. The prophet. Yeah. That's right. She always got a good word. He got a, I don't word. think I'm going to be a preacher. I mean, I'm saying, but <laughs> some people just always got something good to say, and it yeah. makes sense. My brother, he was Thank like you. that, but I'm going to tell you, the other part of it is, like, I think he wanted to run from it because it was like, I'm not ready to be held accountable at that level. Yeah, that's right. scary. That's a lot. Yeah, because yeah. people lot. start when you start saying how much and confessing how much you love God and mm-hmm. and, and that being your thing, people be like, well, "Why you do that? You smoke weed? Don't you be looking at them women?" And yep. he still had demons that he was still trying to right. overcome. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And not bad. Like it was just like you know, I just don't want people to put me on a pedestal and I'm not ready yet. Right. right. So, exactly. but he was still like a really good servant of God. Like he really like I'm I'm working towards my goal is to have Christ Jehovah that's what mm, you say right mm-hmm. but he was a really good dude he ended up being killed by one of his customers oh wow a $3,000 car that had like 200 and some 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 thousand miles on there right and over like they like oh I gotta put more money into the car 
Um, and so my brother, they had worked out a deal like a day prior, like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, um, my brother was like, I'll put $700 towards your repairs. You know, we can get my mechanic on the next week, you know, and like mm-hmm. he came in super irate. My brother had a family of 40 that day at his, his car dealership. Um, his business partners were there and he diffused the situation. Mm-hmm. And literally the day before he got shot, I talked to him and I was just like, he told me about it. He was just so worked up. Like my kids saw that they was worried. My wife was. And I was like, you feel like it's something that you should be like concerned about? Right. Right. And he was like, nah, man, He we, we shook hands, and he said he understood. I told him, like, man, we men, we not about to be doing that out here. Like, I got right. I got I'm, I'm an honest businessman. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we and can this, work was this, black man, this was guy. a black man. This was a black man. Black man. Um, black young man. And he ended up apologizing, shaking my brother's hand, and they had this deal that he was going to get it worked on. Literally came back the next day. It was nobody there. I had a, my niece was there, not his daughter, but one of my other brother's daughters. Okay. My niece was there. Her friend was there. And my brother was there. And literally, the man came in to try to rob my brother. And somehow, I mean, we haven't even gone to, to, to you know, like, to hear the, the facts about exactly what happened, mm-hmm. like, what went wrong or whatever. Um, we haven't had the trial yet. But, you know, he ended up, based on what my niece was saying, what she said at the time, and she was still here, um, she was like, you know, he was walking towards, like, he started getting loud, and he shot my brother. And my brother, you know, he was fighting for his life for mm. a few days, for about four days, and he died on the fourth day. And that right there was, like, you know, such a um, a messed up, like, I just couldn't believe it. Like, mm-hmm. it was like, wait, what? Like, I lost my brother? Like, this is crazy as hell like and I just knew when he got shot that he was gonna pull through right I just it was like I knew he was gonna pull through and he when he didn't that right there it 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 fucked me up right that was my that was the precursor to my grief journey right you know what I'm saying to to, as it evolved right Mm -hmm. um and that really like I just had to go to counseling I had like a spiritual coach you know um I thrusted myself into, like, trying to understand, like, so many things that my brother, like, what he inspired in me and thing like, just reflecting over him and our journey together. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, I'm going to do Mommy Yo. Like, me and Jeremy talked about this. You know, he inspired that, and I want to be able to help his his family and stuff like that. Like, you know, just something that he inspired of me mm-hmm. that I can be able to birth to life, right? right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and black men deserve. I ended up saying, like, the following year, like, you know, after his one-year anniversary, I was like, I want to, I'm going to end up, like, pushing, like, like doing a campaign, mm. not a business or anything like that. This was in 2019. 2020. So right? my brother was shot in 2020. 20, okay. Yeah. Okay. So in 2020, that's when I started the Mama CEO, mm-hmm. Mama yeah. Yo, because mm-hmm. it was like something that me and him had talked about. Like I, I don't even understand why I recorded a conversation of us in 2019. Wow. And I was just like, you saying some good stuff. Let me record this and recorded that, this. That profit. Man. Yeah. And like when I tell you, I was just like digging in my archives, like for videos. Um, you know, uh, pictures and everything, you know, unlike my brother, unlike Adolf, my brother, like, he wasn't a celebrity. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, with Adolf, you can be walking down the street and hear his music, you know right. what I'm saying? You can see his face, you can see anything, you know? It's like right. his videos, his interviews and all of that. Always saying some real shit. Always. Always. Yeah. Always. 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 But for my brother, that wasn't him, right. you know? So I, I'm like telling my family, like, dig everything you have so we can have that for the kids and mm-hmm. so we can be able to cherish these memories, right? So when I came across it, I ended up starting Mommy O and hit a brick wall because I was so hurt. Like, why would somebody take 
Like, why would it, why would you do that? Like, Over what? something so small. Something so, so small. And that he was trying to really help you. you right. And work out with you. Because I ain't never been to a dealership and they was telling me what they going to help me out. Listen. Yeah, really ain't trying to help. Why is violence always the end result? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get it. Like, why? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, bro, it's... You could have, if you, if it really came down to you, like, bro, I'm gonna kill you or you give me $3,000, I'm quite Give me sure the option. My he brother gonna say, you, you know what, I'm yeah. gonna give you $3,000. It's not where that came from. Right. Exactly. Don't even yep. worry about it. Like, but for you to take somebody's life or attempt to take somebody's life, however that, like, it's just like it's nasty. It's like, it is. It's, it's so really unfair. ugly, and, and it, it's unfortunate that it that it seems like that is what a lot of people always resort to first. First, and it's, it's a lot of the time over money, you know, mm, over material mm. things. Or it, and even still, it just be like I mean, with that being the root of it, it's all type of. It could be a woman. It could be whatever it mm-hmm. is. It really be a split second emotion yeah. or decision that's about to cost. Fam- these, these family members a lifetime of pain and hurt and whatever right. and yourself you know what I'm saying because yeah. you done lost your life you losing your life and even if you don't get caught like it's like you can't tell me that the misery and the agony of taking somebody's life doesn't, doesn't affect be, you oh yeah, yeah. it's that it the demons that be are you just not you human oh yeah like that has to affect you it has to live with you every day and haunt and you every day that I did this right that's the problem and I and for I don't know like you know what I'm saying how these people who take the lives of of others like mm-hmm. for me I, how do you sleep at night how do you sleep at night like it would eat me up you know I but agree. it's like if it doesn't it's like I see that you're a person that have more trauma and it's something underneath the surface for you like something happened to you to even get you to that to point, point. Mm-hmm. To, you know well were you saying that because I did read something that you had said in the article and you were basically saying like we have to get back to the black families and you were saying like trauma starts with the black family it does. Yeah. and the importance of of that, but I do agree with that. I feel like a lot of these black men, and I know we joke about this a lot and talk about they don't have safe spaces, but these people, have, we were talking about this this morning, these men have trauma. Well, that's another thing that she said in the article, too, about, like, how important mental health is. Yeah. I think so many people, and I don't know why as, like, a black community, we've been so afraid for such a long time to, like, go to therapy. Like, it's yes. okay to seek help. It's okay to seek counseling. Yeah. And I think that, for whatever reason, people feel like me saying that I have a problem or I'm struggling with something is a weakness, and it's not. I think I think people facing reality, I think it's so much easier for a lot of people to live in in this fictitious world. I mm-hmm. think that's why social media, it works wonders. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, meanwhile, my reality is this, but on, I can create a whole new me. You mm-hmm. know what right. I'm New reality for myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's true. Easier. That's yep. easier, right? And I think it's just easier for people not to deal with their problems. Like, for instance, let's give an example, like finances, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know how hard it is for people to face their real, for real financial picture? Like, if it'd be like, you know, you're talking to somebody that you want to invest with or whatever, they're like, right. send me all of your banking statements and da 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 And it's like, well, you know, like that. I don't you really want to so yeah. You don't want to feel so naked. naked, and naked. I had to do that for the. I mean, we just started our business and getting. I had to do that for the first time. That I mean, remember Ash was like, "Oh yeah, send me a bank." Yeah. I was like, "We had to send him all our stuff." Look now, because you feel like you yep. want to be judged. 
Yeah. Like somebody gonna sit there and be like, so Ooh. you telling me you got on that Rolex and you don't got no right. You feel like somebody about to call you out knowing, you know, like, don't judge me. I just wanted to, you know, whatever. I think people just don't like the shame mm-hmm. that really truly exists. And I think that it's like you feel like you're gonna go in front of somebody and they're gonna judge you. You may have had a bad experience. Maybe you heard about something from somebody. Right. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is for real, mm-hmm. but I know that we're a, a group of people, black, I mean, like black people, men and women that have been traumatized for a long time. When it comes to Since, money, yeah. everything. Yes. You know what I'm saying? When you want to take that thing back to like slavery, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of generational trauma that has just been passed down and where people, you know what I'm saying? Like that whole, you get back to like the thing of your mom saying, you better eat that food. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna eat it be like, bruh, like you being that's real shit. Yeah. Like, well, like you gonna whip my ass because I'm full. Like, no, I, I Y'all, I literally had an aunt who she wouldn't, like, let us drink. Like, we couldn't get no juice unless we ate all our food. That's wild. Yeah, but I mean, that's how we were raised, though. It's a lot of time in our community. It is. And if you probably tried to say something like, Auntie, uh, it's a little hard. That's (laughs) why I need a little water or a little juice. You'll probably get smacked. Are you talking bad? Yeah. I think, you know, that's that's what I was meaning in that, that... that era of people, mm-hmm. you know, that generation of people, it's like they weren't as conscious in their parenting and the effects. And I think it was right. just that they were just in the routine. They didn't they didn't question. I think yeah. we are the people of the, wait a minute, like, why? Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm saying, try to right. buck, not, not so much a buck the system, but, like, we seek it more of an understanding. Right. You know, or what I don't Wise, even, and we're yeah. talking to our children we're now. Talking. We're understanding how they feel, you know. Trying at least, you know, at least we attempting, you know, and just in parenting. I, do y'all have your kids? Not yet. Not no. yet, okay. Uh, but I, I just think, we, I I just think cheese, it's cheese. more information yeah. these yeah. days, too. <laughs> and I feel like with the older generations, you can't really teach your children shit that you don't know. Exactly. You right. know? Exactly. And I feel like, but with this generation of parents, like, you just have more information. And A that's really more. what it boils down Way to. More. Because I feel like we grew up thinking our parents, our grandparents had shit all together. Oh, but now oof. us being the adults, we realize, like, they didn't. because I, mm. I ain't got shit together. Yeah. Right. And like, I thought they had it. it together by this age. I thought they had their shit together by 31. Like, no, you still trying to figure shit out. Like, it's no, it's no blueprint. It's no it's book. No so, like, fucking if you still, you got to figure that shit out as you go. You got to yeah. figure it out. And I just think that, you know, in terms of where I stand, like, starting BMDTGO, like, mm-hmm. after my brother, um, and just trying to figure out, at this point, it was like, I was, what, 30. One when my brother passed. Okay. Let me see. I was 31 when my brother passed. It was like, what does life mean? You know what right. I'm saying? Like, how to, like, shit, you get old, you start losing people. I yeah. didn't consider myself that old, but I, you know, I guess it's like, you gotta accept that you start to lose people. Yeah. So then how do you process that? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, how do you honor people that you love and that you lose? Right. And that started to be my running thing. Like, how do I, how do I continue to heal, but how mm-hmm. do I honor this person? And, you know, for my brother, I ended up was like, I wanna start. Black men deserve to grow mm-hmm. old. It's a campaign to help his family. Because I'm like, even though he had things lined out for my sister-in-law, like, they have four children together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they had four children. The youngest at that time was, like, six or something like that. Wow. You know? Yeah. So it was, like, even still, you know, like, it, when you don't think you about to die, 
You ain't preparing that much. You're like, not. You know, even like having a little life insurance is cool, whatever. But it's like you got four kids, three yep. of them still in, in school. You trying to put them in in, in um, private school. Mm-hmm. You trying to like pay for mortgages. You got a business. That's like, what I was about to say. The business on top of that. Right. The business. That's a lot. He had just pulled her out of. She was a teacher at the time. You know, before he passed or whatever, he was like, you know, I want you to be home. I want you to, like, mm. we about to build this business because I finally got it to a point to where I need you to do this part. So he pulled her out. He like, because I want our kids to have more full access. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They need uh, one of us to be a little bit more accessible. Right. right. And so he did all of that. So I, my heart, at that particular time, it was like it went out to her. It's like, I need to be able to just be some sort of supportive Support role, system. you know, for you. I'm going right. to start this campaign, raise awareness, you know, and maybe, you know, like, once a year, I'm going to do this campaign, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Selected a few more people to participate in it, like people that I knew that had lost their loved ones, their the the, the fathers, the brothers, whatever. And I, it was two more families. So I did that, and I was like, look, I'm trying to, you know, like reach out to people and, like, try to raise awareness around black-on-black crime. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, Black Lives Matter exists to be able to talk about others killing us. But right. I'm like, come on now. What about us killing each other? Because I feel like that's something that we have to talk about with the the younger, the younger generation. generation. Yep. And and I think that we got to talk about it. It's so many, it's so many woke folk that like, it'd be cool and stuff like that to hear a perspective from them. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, everything isn't a debate, y'all. Yeah. It's like, it's like you, instead of you being able to say like, you know, yes, this is a problem. Like, black people do kill black people at alarming rates. It's mm-hmm. always this rebuttal. Like, let me, like, we don't debate Right, we can't right? worry about Actually, them, but we killing each other. But it's like, okay, let's get to the problem. But the these prob- folks will yeah. literally be like, you know, it's, but that that is a devices, like, to say black on black crime, that is a devices tool that they use that white people created to da 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 It's like, you want to... No, but it is a, it's a thing. But it's a thing. It's a thing. It's very real. You're, 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 like, arguing a mood point. Like, mm-hmm. it, that's not even, okay, I feel you. Even, even that's I'm gonna give it to you. That's true. Right. That's true. It, I right. mean, and it is true. Okay, too, but well, now what? Right. But we still kill what each other. What can so we do to solve that change? That? What can we do to stop that? Because we actually had a conversation right before we went on stage. It was just kind of like. I was like, I cannot believe this is still going on. Like, cause PNB Rock had got killed, oh, yeah. and we started bringing up like, you know, like Pop Smoke, and it's like, mm-hmm. and you think about the stuff that was going on. They were being robbed. If you want to rob somebody, that's lo- the lowest of the low. But just why you got to take their lives? Yeah, I mean, Rick Ross had made a post, mm-hmm. um, like when PNB Rock died and he basically was just like the the thing about getting up grinding every day hustling every day is to go get your own so you can have your own shit and make your own money it's insane that people are out here killing people for day shit like the stuff that they worked hard for right when you have the same 24 you can get up and try to go get it and even if you can't you don't have to take somebody else's life like that that whole situation i, I i'm gonna be honest with you that triggered me so bad. I'm, yes. I'm sure. It triggered, yeah. me, it triggered me so bad that I was just like, I didn't even realize that I would be that trigger. You right. know, to be honest with you, um, just because it's just like, it's just like, it's disgusting. It's the very thing. Like, my brother, tried. they tried to rob my mm-hmm. brother, right? They tried to rob PNB. Like, Ad- I lost Adolf. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's constantly like, I'd be like, we be A dogging each reminder. other. Oh, like... Dudes be dogging each other out. It's like no regard. You know what I'm saying? Like absolutely no regard for one another. And that shit boils my blood. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, the other thing on top of that is like, don't get me wrong. Like 
if people feel like they want to have an opinion on how this happened, really right. don't, don't have all of the facts. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you, when things Let's first happen, right. you know, we don't. The facts, you know, in the mm-hmm. media are not the facts until like it, it needs some time for and the facts right. to come out. Let's yeah, say, right. And people don't understand that. It's just like, and I get it. It's like you really just don't know. Like right. you're on the other side where everything you see is true. Okay, whatever. But it's like even if that that is a fact, right? Or that that why would you want to? Like mm-hmm. guilt trip anybody. Like who are you to make somebody feel guilty or or carry on such a huge responsibility? And being a person who understands what loss at that level mm-hmm. feels like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, and just even like you gotta understand, like people on the outside can look at like, oh, you know, it was just a situation where she was being reckless. But, you know, if that's something that's a part of your normal activity. Every day. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling you. It's just a level of insensitivity that people exactly, have. Exactly. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, somebody is grieving. Mm-hmm. Somebody is grieving. And at the end of the day, these children have to grieve. And one day they got to see that. Yeah. And this is something like if they feel like my mother is hell responsible. Like, like the thing is... and. It's just insensitive. It's messed right. up. It it's is. like, who are you to want to put that on somebody? Like, you don't have to remind nobody of nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? And first of all, you don't even have the facts. Like, you I don't. think it's so messed up to, oh, to do that. The stories that go around, yeah. you know, like, I'm a person, you know, I I always pay attention to what's going on. I mean, there's so much right. gun, and that's what I want to talk about now. Like, the gun violence in the hip-hop community is mm-hmm. absolutely insane. The list goes on. I mean, it's been King Vaughn, yep. Nipsey. I mean, the list is so long yep. of important people. I mean, and for a long time, because then you could talk about Tupac and Biggie. Like, it's been Jam, going on for a long time. What was it, Jam Master? Mm-hmm. Like, it goes back to a long time of, you know, important people in the community right. being lost. And I feel like it goes... but. I do want to talk about this a little bit. Do you feel like it's because what is kind of celebrated in music? Because, you know, sometimes people do look at it like that. Like, it's cool to be a shooter. You know, I got my op. Like, it's celebrated in the music. I don't necessarily think it's celebrated, though. I just think that people be talking... A lot of people just be talking about their real life experiences. Right. I'm going to be honest. I'm 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 a, like, slick spiritual person. And, yeah. and I believe, you know, like, in terms of, like, the Bible reading and what it says, I do believe it's not void. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that words are powerful. Yeah. I think that words... Like, I think that... As much like if you believe in manifestation, if you believe that you can sit here and be like, I'm a, I'm gonna have a big bag tomorrow, mm-hmm. and you say that every day, and you feel like you can manifest that right. into your reality, you know what I'm saying? You be can have it. The thing you can have it, right? But also be able to understand like that our words still have power mm. in terms of saying certain mm-hmm. things. You get what I'm saying? And and I think that just even to the hip-hop community, it's at some point, like, paying attention, like, I mean, I don't think the universe, I don't think God recognizes, like, oh, these words he's saying, this is just, like, his art craft. Mm. I don't think it's a differentiation. It's not, yeah. I think it is what you put out there, you it's know what, what I'm saying? And, and I think that, and I'm not saying that in terms of, like, that's what a person deserves. I don't think that. I don't make those decisions. Mm-hmm. I'm not the I'm not the finisher. I'm not right. the author of this all. But I'm just saying, I think that just as a whole, just what we put out, period, as as black people in terms of the visuals, the the audios, and everything, just being intentional about what message are you sending? 
And that's what you, what you just said, like, you, and then also what yeah. you're consuming as well. Yeah, what you're consuming and being aware of that. And, and like, I just feel like that's that's where I stand, you know, and I, uh, just being very responsible with the messages that you're relaying out there because mm-hmm. people are then taking it. And even if, you know, making sure the intention is there because how somebody else takes it, it could be, yeah. you know, like they can be consuming. It's like, oh, like, you know, you didn't say go shoot somebody, but based on what you did say, they processed it as right. go this shoot is somebody. What, you know exactly. What like somebody go. did me wrong. Let me, that's what I'm supposed to do. So, so I don't know. And, and I don't want to hold yeah. that blame. Like, I don't want to say that the hip hop community is responsible or they 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 put it out there and that's what they got. No, I just think that it's a lot of people who as they're processing this information, right? They they processing it traumatized. Mm. You know, got yeah. all the issues that's going on mm. that they have that's unaddressed. You right. know what I'm saying? And I think that, like, because if I listen to it, I'm not tripping. Like, you just listen. turned up trying to pop a little head. Yeah. Like, that's you know it. What I'm you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, 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 don't, <laughs> I mean, it, don't, it don't make me yeah, wanna, I'm wanna, not wanna go, go pop out. Smack a bitch. You, you, so, you know what? When I was in high school, Nuck If You Buck was out, right? Yes, me too. Now, every time you saw a girl, you didn't like, you be looking at her like, it would make you feel. Yeah. But you ain't really about to like, you know. In high school, y'all be, you know. Be, you know. No, y'all, y'all I'm out of book. I'm out of book. I'm out of I don't even lie. Let me go a little I bit. I don't even lie. Like, what you see today, God has worked with me, and, and he has. Right. Listen, because I, I was mean. definitely one that would be like, don't don't judge yeah. a book by its cover. Like, That's this I, one. I was the same way. Sure, I, got little, I used to be very rowdy, same. You I feel so. like God has... No, I feel like I am so much calmer now. <laughs> like, from better. the time we met to now, I feel like I'm way calmer. I do not You mean. actually are. You ain't put your hands on me in three years. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be like, bitch, you got to go. Get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, I used to be wilding, but funny. Yes. So, but violence is not the answer. Yeah, I do. And, I, and I wonder why, because like I said, you know what? I would, Honestly, though, but I would rather people fight. If you feel some type of way, nigga, get in the sh- street. Well, I mean, that's what they used to do. Yeah. But to take somebody's life is permanent. I think the thing is, is that even when I be, like, when you look at a lot of different type of situations, people's feelings be hurt. Yeah. I think that's what it be. So if I beat you up and your feelings hurt, you embarrassed, now it's like, that's what, now it's that, it's really, and if you boil that down, it's your ego. Like, it's like your mm-hmm. ego is born. Like, it's like a little blemish. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like, you know, you better go do something to her. Like, you got, like, and I but think I that people go to that. The way my mind works, if you beat, like, say we finish recording, you beat me up. I'm a cat, I'm going to sneak your ass. <laughs> I'm say, Drill, with me in. Let's go sneak but on the, okay, But then if you go sneak her, just hypothetically, she might feel some type of way still. It's just like a never-ending. And it's just a never-ending yeah, cycle. It's just, it don't work. Right. Like, it don't I think work. it just comes down to, at the end of the day, violence, like, fighting and all. Like, fighting it, it is going to go to the next level. You're going right. to say it's going to continue. It's like, like Dr. King said, y'all, violence breeds violence. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, no matter if you fight it, you know, if you started off with a knife, the knife's going to end up escalating to the damn gun. It is. Or whatever. The fist gonna escalate to the knife, knife to the gun. And it's just like, at the end of the day, can I, like, listen, I got a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, I got a problem. And my problem is, you hurt my feelings. Right. 
flat the fuck out. Yep. Like, facing, what is the issue? Man, you hurt my feelings. You came at me real. Like, I, I ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? And I think people don't like to be that type of vulnerable because you could go out and try to, like, you know, be like, girl, she came to me talking about hurt that. You know, mm-hmm. maybe they fear that. But at the end of the day, I think that being comfortable to come to a place to address people yes. head on. Like, bro, listen, not in yep. front of a whole bunch of everybody and instigators and people yep. that want to see bullshit. They want to like, see that. literally pulling the person to the side, like, look, I was pissed off. Right. And just kind of getting to the, the meat of the issue. And see, I was going to say, like, people always want to talk about, like, gun violence laws and stuff. And I think that changing some of the gun laws could make a difference. But I think that it's more so of a mental state that people have. That's like, you have to have state. a certain mentality to be like, you know what? I'm just not going resort to resort to violence. Because even if they change gun laws, people will still find a way to kill way. people and resort, yeah, resort I mean, to violence if that's, that's what they want to do. Right. Because yeah. I feel like, and I'm glad that you said that communication is so important Mm -hmm. to me it is like the number one thing that I know I have to work on and I I just emphasize that in my relationships and my friendships and everything because I feel like if we want to talk about it like in the hip-hop community Everybody want to talk about how they a real nigga. Mm. Everybody saying they a real nigga and they a real nigga. But you know what a real nigga can do? A real nigga can pick up the phone Mm -hmm. and fucking talk. Y'all want to know the realest shit that I've ever heard? One of my good friends I went to high school with, he's Mm -hmm. actually, um, he's paralyzed right now, right? Mm -hmm. One of the smartest people that I knew in high school, right? And he had a real, like, complex, like, about being tough. What was a man, right? Mm-hmm. And he ended up, he, he felt like fighting, like, showing that I'm, nigga, I'll beat your ass. Like, right. that's, mm-hmm. that's me being a man. And he told me, I was talking to him, and he was like, um, actually, it was, you know, one of my homeboys. Before I got shot, you know, he was like, I put myself in this predicament. I put myself mm-hmm. in this wheelchair. I was like, why do you say that? And he was like, because my homeboy had said to me, like, you, 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 you get soft out here. You know what I'm saying? You mm. losing your like, you know, it's like almost like you a punk out here. Right. You know what I'm saying? You ain't tough as you used to be. Right. And he was like, it was that that like triggered me, like, nigga, no the fuck I ain't. So when he went to the club mm. and got into it with this nigga, you know, he he felt like it's time to show I'm tough. Right. I'm a man. Don't don't never underestimate my manhood. You mm. get what I'm saying? And so it was that him getting into it, and when he walked out, the person ended up shooting him. Mm-hmm. He ended up being paralyzed. And at the end of the day, when he said that, he was like, what I realized, he was like, well, what you doing? Black men deserve to grow old. Young boys need to understand, like, need, to, need a right to passage. They mm-hmm. need, like, and a right to passage is, it's like you come to this, this point in life where you're about to cross over a threshold into another point in life, right? Yes. So it's almost like your graduation period. Like, And in every other community for, for Jewish people, it's like their bar, bar mm-hmm. mitzvahs. For um, Hispanic people, it's the Yeah, like it's, what do we have? What advances you right. from your your adolescent years into your teenage years mm-hmm. and stuff like that? And, and what, what introduces you to manhood? Right. And for us, it'd be like, take a body. Did you, did you kill a nigga yet? Right, right, uh, right. Did you go to jail wow. yet? Right, you, you know what I'm right, saying? Yeah. So it's all of these things that, d- nigga, you don't cry. Oh, you, you a man, you right, know, did right. you cry? You fuck like, some hoes. You like, fuck some yeah. hoes. How many of them did you fuck? Right. Oh, you a man now. And it's mm, nothing yeah. for our young men That's to positive. be able to 
What is their what is their their rites of passage? Mm-hmm. What 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 validates them as a man? What's a real mm. nigga? How about that? People right. be like, "This is a real nigga." What is a what is a real nigga? What, what is Please it? Define and then the definition right. is wild. Like and the, the definition, definition makes, you know, is the wild. wild. It, it, and it's they like, be the wildest shit, like the shit you was just saying just even, now. And, and I think that honestly, if we all like, I would like to say, y'all, let's do some homework. Let's go home and write it down. What is the definition of a real nigga? And when you write that shit down and you see what actually comes out of your mouth, what you manifest on paper, you be like. I, I think I'm fucked up in the head. I don't know what I don't know what that really means. You do really I really don't. want a man like that? Yeah. Do I really when want I really sit and think about it? Do I do I really want a man like that? So then when you reevaluate and you do your research on what it means and what it takes, they don't look like the men that we see in our yeah. community for real. Mm-hmm. Not the ones that we probably would think and go to the club and be like, I want him. Yeah, like, right. You know what I'm saying? The ones that we be thinking that's the, the good ones. You the know, like one. some people may put on there like he got to have a watch and a chain. Mm-hmm. That's a real nigga. And that used to be me. I ain't going to lie. I feel like that used to be me too. Facts. <laughs> like, right, like, okay, well, the biggest, the, the biggest I mean, ball in the room. But, I, but as you get older and you grow, you realize those type of things really don't, don't matter. Man, like, don't. you need to care about the type of person somebody is, their character, their morals. And I just said this. I said, you know what? I was having a conversation with a guy that I used to date, mm-hmm. used to talk to, and I met this guy a year ago. And it's crazy because I feel like I grow so much every day, especially since my mom passed. Right. Like, it has completely changed I'm my so outlook sorry on about life. That too, Thank you. That's the whole thing. So. Last year, like, when I met this guy, it was like, oh, Lex, come on with me. We about to go do this. We about to go do this. Mm -hmm. And it was like, okay, let's go. Let's do Mm -hmm. it. And it's like, then, like, we had fell out because of something else. And then we started, he had hit me up to, like, kind of talk again. And we were just having a conversation. And, you know, thank God I've been blessed. And my life has changed so much career-wise. So I was like, the things I was initially attracted to you for, Mm -hmm. that doesn't matter. So what else is there? And it's like, when you think about it, like, I used to consider, like, Oh, a real nigga is somebody who going to make sure you straight at all times and take care of this money and take care of this and that, which, you know, I still believe that because a, a real nigga is going to make sure you straight. But it's much more than it's that, much more than because that. I'm like mentally, I just lost my mom. Yeah. And you talking to me about which car you finna buy. Right. Yeah. What what are we doing here? Yeah. That's why I wanted to talk about like grieving and like your healing journey because yes. I feel like unfortunately when traumatic things happen and you're grieving, like it forces you to have to like really shift your mindset and like realize what's important in life. Mm. For sure, I feel like it's so much shit that like before I lost my dad, I just did not give a fuck about. But when I lost my dad, it really made me feel like this shit ain't important. It's not. This is what's important. Like I care way more about how people make me feel if people are conducive to my growth as a person now. Like, back in the day, it just used to be more like, what can you do for me? What you bring to the table? Listen, I think what it is overall is, like, you realize how fragile life is. Mm -hmm. You realize that, like, wait a minute, people die. Like, you never see them again. And one day that could be me. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to be me. It's just a matter of when. Right. Mm-hmm. So at this particular point, I need to make the best of every moment that I have. Every breath that I take, I need to make the best of that. Right. I need to make the best of, like, listen, if you about to consume this air that I got right. going on, this needs to make sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This needs to make sense because, listen, life ain't promised. Like, you know what I'm saying? So thank you, girl, because I need it. Because we ain't, look, we ain't done, child. We is not done because I got a lot of shit to say. <laughs> because. Look, wait, 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 wait. Oh. Y'all like I don't Well look, we recorded an episode before, so we're always already three But I mean I'm sure we got some all hobby.
we got we might got some in the mind, but I'll pour up a little No, girl, we in this together. No, trust me, we in this together. I've been trying to hold it together over here. I've been shaking. But you know what's crazy? Like I will say this about my grieving journey. I feel like I saw you. Girl, and I'm not you. I'm and I'm not gonna get emotional because y'all know how I am. Yes, because if you start crying, I know I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm y'all not, got y'all lashes done. I got on. <laughs> Don't play with no, me. No, they look I'm so not. good. I they do look good. They do look good. I was gonna let you wear those lashes, girl. Yeah, looks just like the ground. Very beautiful. Yes, very beautiful. Oh, thank y'all. Y'all are beautiful. Let me say this though. I had watched the interview you did at the White House. They had asked you to speak, and you were not prepared. And you, you got up there yeah. and you said, you were like, I don't even know how I'm doing this. And I don't know how I'm strong enough to stand mm-hmm. here. And I wanted to talk about that just because literally like six months before my mom passed, Drea had called me and she was upset, thinking about her dad and things. And I was just, you know, trying to help her. And I was like, man, like, but Drea, you're so strong because I don't know what I would do if my mom would die. I said, yeah. oh, girl, I don't even want to think about it. Let's not right. even talk about it. Because literally the day Drea's dad passed, she called we me. Had at, to rec- and she we called had to me record at, that Yeah, day. she called me at 9 o'clock in the morning, bawling, crying. I'm like, I'm asleep. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. She's like, my dad, my dad is going. I said, look, stay home. I'm Because this is when we used to record and drop the episode the same week, so I had to go record. Yeah, I said, I got it. I'm going to call my homegirl. She's going to come up. Drea was like, no. Drea brought her ass to the studio and recorded. So, me, my mom, my relationship with my mom was a little different. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying different from, like, you and your dad, but, mm-hmm. like, it was always me and my mom like and I that was my that was my girl and people know the listeners y'all know Mm -hmm. how me and my mom was so and it was very sudden it was unexpected Mm -hmm. so when my mom passed we were just about to announce the tour so I had to make a decision I was like do I want to really go on tour and this is the first time I've ever talked about this on the show I was like do I want to go on tour and, you know, this is what my mom has been rooting for because she was so proud of yeah, us. Yeah, she was so happy about the I show. said, do I want to go on tour or do I just need to just, like, be in myself and just grieve and be sad and go through this? And I was like, you know what? Bitch, get your ass up and go on tour because this is what she would want. Mm-hmm. And I found myself. I didn't know. I don't know how I did it, but, like, we had our first show in Atlanta, and like when you said in that moment, I don't know how I'm standing mm-hmm. here. I, st- I don't know how. I do not know how I am doing this. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I don't know either. Like, it's really amazing to watch because I feel like, you know, when I lost my dad, it was just a little bit of a different situation because my dad had been sick for like four years. Um, he had had a few strokes. So, of course, I didn't expect him to pass when he did, but I knew, th- I always knew it was a possibility it was, yeah, that, that it could happen. And so, when he passed away, I was just like, okay, damn. And me and my dad were really, really close, yeah. too, because I grew up in a two-parent household. My parents were married my whole life. And, like, me and my dad was really, really tight. <coughs> and it was a lot to go through, but I couldn't imagine having to go through it right now, like, with everything that we're doing, like, Mm. being so busy and being on the road, because at the time, we weren't as busy, Mm -hmm. you know, as we are now. And it's just really amazing to watch you and how you maneuver and stuff, but I just always tell you, I feel like it's because, like, she's guiding you, Mm -hmm. and that's the same way I feel about my dad, like, every day. I feel like when my dad passed away, literally... 
My dad passed away, and then maybe a few months later, that's when our show started taking off, and that's when we got signed with 85 South, and all of these things just started mm-hmm. aligning and happening. Mm-hmm. And I really felt wow. like it's because my dad is Where's really like right. my god right. right now. Yeah. Do you ever feel that way, too? Girl, listen, I'm over here. Yes. <laughs> I know, I know, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, it's listen, really I'm crazy. Like, I tell people, they be like, you want me crying? I'll be like, listen, I have gotten to a place to, like, like learn how to suppress yes, yes. me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> and I think it's pretty it's hard for people when they don't when when people don't walk in your shoes, when you don't understand mm-hmm. what grief looks like, yep. when it's close to you, you got so much to say. Mm-hmm. You think you know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, if that was me, I'd fall out of the Yes. <clears throat> oh my God. You would think that you would do all of these things, but mm-hmm. you don't know what you would do until you do it. Yeah. Until you there. And I and I always say I pray. That you don't have to experience yeah. the level mm-hmm. of hurt. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, for me, I honestly be like, listen, I, I, t- to the point to, I'm not going to even say I don't know how I do it. Because for me to say that is real like, girl, you better acknowledge where you get the strength from. And right. I you a strong person, yeah. But yeah, I'm like, this is not me. This is not me. I, I pray to God. Like, I've broken down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Butt ass naked in the shower. Just like, I, I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't have it. I don't have the answers. Mm. I don't know why. I'm broken. I'm hurt. Like, crying profusely, like, sad. Right. Like, just feeling like the weight of the world are, are just here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just, I just need you. I need, I, like, literally start, like, saying things that I heard old ladies from church say, I surrender all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All to thee, my blessed Savior. I surrender to you. Right. Like, literally, like, the only thing I knew to do it, I mean, and I'm talking about, like, in the heat of it, like, I don't have nobody to call. Mm-hmm. I don't have nobody to look to. It's not nothing nobody can say to mm-hmm. me. I'm crying. Nothing anybody says makes it better. I'm just praying, like, God, just help me, because I'm hurt. Mm. You get what I'm saying? And that's the only thing I know that I consistently called on, mm-hmm. like, for his strength, for his direction. You know what I'm saying? And I do feel like through that he gave off the assignment, you know, like be her guard, guard mm-hmm. angel, my brother. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I lost my dad years before. I was 19 when I lost my dad. And girl, when I did it, it was like, I don't know what to do with these emotions. Like, I don't want to think about it. You I'm was so work. young. I was so young. Yeah. Like, I had just got a, a job. I was in college. Just got a job at Aldo. I don't know if y'all remember Aldo. Yeah, I remember, I remember Aldo. Aldo. <laughs> <laughs> like knockoff looks. Yes, <laughs> girl. I promise you. We used to love some Aldo. You're going to be a, a, a assistant manager. You know, that's so right before my dad passed, I had gotten a job. Mm. And so when I told them he passed, they were wanting, like, to give the job away. And I was like, uh-uh, don't do that. Like, mm. I need something. Mm. And, and so even me, as I thrust myself into mommy yo or black men deserve to grow old, for some that's watching me, they like, how's she doing that? You know what I'm saying? Like, you must didn't. Like, they say all type of stupid-ass shit that I just be like, bro, listen. I'm not going to even entertain that because yeah. you have not even begun to walk a mile you don't know a day, a second, or anything. Shoes. And like, sometimes those mercy. things are the things that you need to keep you keep going because I feel like that's the same way I was when my dad passed away. I felt like, okay, I'm going to put all my all in to poor minds. Like, this shit got to work. Mm. I have to have something yes. to feel like I'm living for it right now You're because I don't... Yeah, like mm-hmm. It's like from a loss, there's a birth. Yep. You ain't having no babies, but you birthing like... Like, new life in your business. Right. Like, mm-hmm. your purpose. Your every... Like, 
it's it's so much that happens mm-hmm. in those moments that people on the outside who haven't experienced you will never understand. You'll never, you'll understand. never understand. understand. You know, and for and and that's what I I one hundred percent relate to both of them. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like. I've been positioned to be able to have, like, when I open my mouth, it's for a reason. It's for mm-hmm. a purpose. It's intentional. Like, and it's like, I can tell that, like, okay, like, my life is ultimately, all of our lives, like, this is not something that's within our control. Like, we have an illustrator. We have an author. We got a person. Nothing happens by chance. Right. It doesn't happen by chance. And yeah. because I acknowledge that, I just see how he's directing. He's opening the doors for y'all. For right. Me, like, for both of y'all. And he's having, he's assigning guardian angels to your life. Mm-hmm. And me, I invite those guardian angels. Mm-hmm. I invite my brother. I invite, like, Adolf's presence. I invite my father's yes. presence to be like my three, like that's mm-hmm. looking over there. And they all Leo's too, girl. I love Leo. Oh, oh my Leo. God. That is crazy. I love Leo's girl. So when you said August 17th, yes, like, what's your yes. sign? I'm an Aries. Girl. You're an Aries. Yes. Fire, fire sign. Listen, let me look. And look <laughs> let me. I'm you a know, Taurus, but I'm like I'm really into um, like astrology theory. Yeah. So I really believe in like yes. moon signs and mm-hmm. rising and stuff. And my moon is Leo. Yeah, she's really. I'm I love a Leo. Okay, so look, I got a little long-winded story. Let me tell y'all. Okay, let me tell go. y'all a story. I'm going to start from start <laughs> to finish, and I'm going to look. I'm going to make it through the story. <laughs> okay. But I, this is how, like I said, things just align. This align. is how I know God is real. hmm So, um, we were on our way uh, to Nashville for our first live show, and that's when we found out, you know, he had passed. Mm-hmm. And I was literally It was asleep. the same day of it our first show It was the same day of our first live show. And Drea woke me up out of my sleep, and it was just crazy because I had never been on stage live for my own show. Swear to God, on my mother, the day before, I was going shopping, trying to find me an outfit. Mm-hmm. I was listening to Dolph the whole day. I said, yeah. bitch, like, I'm getting ready. Like, I'm about to, you know. Yeah. So the day when it happened, it was just like a whole bunch of craziness. So, you know, fast forward. I don't want to get too much into that. So fast forward and um you know we had met elise and she yeah. was like saying you know how you know we wanted to bring you on show i was like oh i really you know i just want to talk to her you know mm-hmm. like i just feel like it's a lot that you could you know tell me because i felt like like i'm just struggling you know i have my moments like i feel like i'm a very strong person but i be yeah. struggling you know like some days i really struggle so in new york we had a new york show and the new york show was craziness so in New York, I will say this was the first show where we had so many people that were coming up to us crying. Yeah, like, it was crazy. Lex, Drea, you got me through my depression. You got me through this. You got me through that. I'm like, damn, we really touching people. Mm-hmm. Like, because don't get me wrong, we bullshit a lot on this show. We have fun. We joke yeah. around, but we make people feel good, yeah. and that's all I care about. And I'm like, you know, thanking these people, and I'm like, I'm touching all these people, and I'm making, I'm getting them through their times, and. I go back to my hotel room and I just lay in the bed and I had a a breakdown. I just lost it. Drea was literally walking by my room and like knocked on the door and she was like, you know, you had to come in the room and was like, friend, what's going on? Because I was crying so loud. Yeah, I was like, oh my God. Yes, like I was having a breakdown because it's like, it's hard because, you know, Mm -hmm. you feel like you're touching so many people and you don't know, like, how do I fulfill myself? So it was just crazy because last night, you know, um, I was watching your interview. Like I said, when you walked in front of the people and you were like, you know, I don't know what to say right now. And I don't know, you know, I'm strong right now. And it's like, 
it was just so relatable because it's like, mm-hmm. you don't know how. And I prayed that night that I had that breakdown. Mm-hmm. I prayed to God. I said, I just, I just need to talk to my mom. I just mm-hmm. need a sign. Yeah. It's been three times where I've had a really bad breakdowns. Mm-hmm. And I really was just like, please say something to me. And I've had, I can tell when I dream about my mom and it's just kind of like me dreaming mm-hmm. versus her talking to me. Mm-hmm. And I've had three bad breakdowns and she's came to me every single time. Mm-hmm. And was like, the last time I had a dream when she was, it was when I was in New York and she was like, girl, get it together. Because yeah. you know how my mom was like, yeah. take care of yourself and put yourself first. So, you know, when you were saying like, you do this for him and he's like giving you that strength mm-hmm. and giving you that power. It's like that it finally clicked to me. That's why I'm doing this. Yeah. Like she is really pushing me. Yeah. She's pushing me so much to like, I mean, I'm to the point to where like, I can talk about her now and it's not like an emotional, I I, I used to be on the floor, couldn't even say her name or even think about it, you know what I'm saying? But I think a lot of things that people need to realize too is that it's a healing journey. And it's hard. It's a journey and it's long. Yeah, it's hard too because it's like bittersweet because it's like, you you have this person that you love so much, you care so much about this person and like everything that you're doing, everything that you're experiencing, you wish that they were here to experience right. it with you and you know that they would be so proud of you and the person that you're becoming but it's like, and, and I guess in a sense you are still sharing it with them because they're still watching you from where they are yeah. but it's just hard to look at it like this sometimes. Like, you be like, fuck, I miss this person. Like, I wish they were here. I'm living in my purpose. I'm fulfilling my purpose, and I'm happy about that. But I wish you were here to experience it with me. Mine is a little different just because I feel like it'd it be so bittersweet. It's like yeah. a thing to where, like, before this happened, right? So Adolf was really, really big on like people, like people would be like, oh dang, I didn't know he was in a relationship or all of the things that they have now known. Unless mm-hmm. you follow, if you right, follow me, right, 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 then I always have been about like sharing family, like mm-hmm. the mom and CEO, like I, you know, I was always just sharing, like advocating for family, mm-hmm. and, right, and and just different things, like make these, how you make lunches, and right. da, 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 whatever. So, but if you did not know, Adolf protected us so much, mm. you know, and I, he would try to explain it to me. And that's the thing, even going back to PB, PMB's um, girl, like, mm-hmm. he would try to explain stuff to me that because I just lacked an understanding, you mm. know what I'm saying? And I would just be like, why? Like, why? you know, and he would be trying to explain it in, like, my brain, because you be on Instagram so much and you see all of these, let's normalize. Everybody yes. want to you know, let's, let's normalize. Oh let's God. normalize. I'm yes. like, won't you normalize, you know, like, putting up your relationship? Be like, I don't, baby, I'm protecting you. Like, people, this shit is crazy out here. It's very So ugly. they always, like, saw the side that, like, shit is crazy. People be crazy. People will come for you, da-da-da. And... I'm like, you know, these people over here, they do it. Mm-hmm. He like, we ain't them. And so it be kind of hard. Like, social media be kind of hard. Okay, with your mind. Processing mm-hmm. yeah. things, you know, reality and all of that type of stuff. Yeah. So he just really tried to protect me. He was like, listen, I don't need you to contribute to this household. I got it. 
We, I don't need listen. I'm period. We love that. Period. Listen, listen. Listen, I was blessed. I am blessed. Let me say that. You know what I'm saying? It ain't even in past tense. I am blessed. Adolph was like, listen, I want you to be there. I want you to be available to our children. They need mm. you. They need you fully present. And I'm like, okay, so if I do this, can you I do, me. you know, like how, I, I, I got purpose to fulfill. And he like, listen, as long as the household don't lack, you good. So I had made it in my mind, like, once I do, like, once I do all my household chores, I'm going to do this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, and literally, right. it got to the point to where it was like, I heard him. I did finally come to understand. I was like, you know what? It don't matter, because you got him. Yeah, and and it was like, I knew that I had purpose to fulfill, but I was just like, Adolf, you know, I'm doing this for my brother. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm doing Black Men Deserve. I'm going to push that. The mama CEO, I'm going to push that, because, like, these families, they need to hear this, Adolf. They need to see that you're a family man. Like, Mm -hmm. and he was just like, Mia, I don't want people seeing it. Like, they don't have to know my personal Mm, story. And he hated that. And I was like, well, baby, like, this is important. I feel like God got me doing something. And he just was like, whatever. So, literally... I was like, right before everything happened, I was like, okay, so, you know, what black men deserve, like, I want you to, like, I want you to be a part of this. And he was like, me, if I be a part of it, it got to be big. I mm-hmm. do big shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I mean, what you, how you want to do it? He's like, me, I don't know. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to let you know. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, like, you know, just let me know. And... Literally, like, I'm telling you, this is like, no, this is like, Early November into October. No mm. bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. literally, he had said the Mars to me, like, if I do something, it got to be big. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm going to think about it. I'm going to let you know. Mm. And when he passed, I was doing this from August. I launched it 2021 in August. Mm-hmm. And people were like, it was like, okay, I think that's a good thing. But, like, yes. I was putting out statistics on how we kill each other, yes. all types of mm-hmm. things, right? You know, um... And literally when he passed, it was like so many people. It was like it took the passing of him for the message to be heard. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that crushed me because it was mm-hmm, like yeah. I dang near like felt like y'all mother. Like I, it was just like it took for like this is this is what I've been talking about. Like this is this is a part of it. Yes. Like you know what I'm saying. It took for me to lose this person for people to actually understand that like black on black crime is it's a thing. The thing. Like we need and to. It's real. What are we gonna do about that? I'm not gonna but you know we I, didn't get hit that like Nipsey hit. Yeah. And you know people when that shit hit it was like you fucking lying. And I understand you saying your frustration because, like, in going to therapy, like, they teach you, like, the different stages of grief. Yeah. And anger is always, like, anger the is, first oh, stage. You be like, what the fuck? Like, mind. I ain't yeah. been talking. I get what you're saying. Like, I have been talking about this. I have been trying to tell y'all about this. But now, mm-hmm. y'all like, oh, I get it. And, and, it, and it was like, and then on top of that, so as... You know, people like, well, you know, like when people ask me to come do interviews, it was for mm-hmm. so long. I, was like, I don't want to do I that because wanna. this is not a success for me. Yeah, yes. this is not no oh, shit that uh, I'm like, you know, oh shit, I'm yeah. cool. I'm like, oh, I can't even be like how. That's why I said it's different from y'all because y'all can be like, I feel like my mother and my father they propelling me to the next level. For mm-hmm. me, I'm like. I don't like that. Like, if somebody was like, take advantage of that. Like, I was pushed into it. Yeah, yeah. Like, or, or don't even, like, you know, it's an opportunity. Like, listen, 
Like, I would be telling my team, they probably was thinking I was batshit crazy. You know, they probably didn't think I was batshit crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I would be like, they'd be like, I think this is, like, you know, a great opportunity. I was like, don't say opportunity to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would yeah. trigger you. It yes. would trigger me because yeah. it's like, yeah. this ain't no this fucking opportunity. opportunity. Right. This is my life. Yeah. This is my life, bro. Like, listen, so if this something that you want me to do, give me a sec. Let me pray to God real quick. Ask him this way. Like, I would literally mm-hmm. probably be like, I'm not that religious or spiritual, but do your thing. Right. Like, I was right. really requiring people, like, you gonna have to pray before you come to me because mm-hmm. this is my life. Wow. I just lost... I love it. The, there are so... But, and let me yeah. tell you yeah. this, though. This is why people are built different. hmm And everything that you've been doing, you different. Yeah, thanks. The shit that you're doing... It's a lot Everybody of people that lost yep. their spouses and lost their minds. Mm-hmm. I had um, a friend who lost her mom a long time ago, and she lost her mind. Still not the yeah, same. Yeah, like not day. even spouses, just people, people that they that close, close to. Like people to. be losing themselves after and stuff like that. So many them. letters. I'm telling you, what so you're doing, letters. you built different. Like, yep. and it's not an opportunity. It's not, but. It was is God knew, you know, he know he knows who to give their journey. And that sounds so cliche, it right? Does. You hate to say it that. It'd be like sometimes it be so much. I don't want to be your strongest. But that's soldier. what I'm saying. But it's be so <laughs> much cliche. But I am, I guess. But it, it, when you, you go know? through it and it hits you, you realize yeah. what the fuck people talking yeah. about. Because yes. I used to hate when people would tell Dre, "Oh, your dad is he's rooting for you," and I'd be like, "Y'all, and they would shut be like, up. you so strong." And like, you, I don't and know I'd be how like, you but when you going through that, it's like, but it is what it is, and that makes me cringe. You so strong. I be yes, because you not. Because I, and, and I'm gonna tell you, I go through the same. Before yes. before even all of this happened to me, when I started having children, I'm like, I was like, this strong black woman shit that I've been raised up on is. <laughs> now, listen, it is I want a soft life. <laughs> I, listen, like, cause I would be like, you know, Adolf would be gone. You know what I'm saying? Taking yeah. care of business. And I'll be like, I'm pregnant. Like, can you rub my feet? Like, yeah. I'm a lady. Like, right. yes, for real. And it would be like, you know, he was, don't get me wrong. Like, he was, even in his busyness, he was so gentle. Like, yeah. he's like the, like, them Leo, they be like a gentle spirit. I mm-hmm. don't even lie to him, because my dad and my brother were both one. Mm-hmm. And he still was gentle and be so, like, you know, don't want to hurt your feelings. Like, baby, I'm just dizzy. Right, but when he right. come home, he will be it's so... It's all gen- about you. Mm-hmm. He will be gentle. He will be loving. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But I just was like, I don't want you to be looking at me like I can bear the world on my shoulders. I don't, like, not right. that I didn't want to... I'm a strong black woman, period. Yeah. Like, right, don't get right, right. But it's like, I think sometimes, like, I've seen so many. My grandma's strong black woman. Mm-hmm. She be like, I don't need no man. I'm a... You know, <laughs> I'd be like, sis, I'm never going to be that woman. Yeah. Like, period. Right. And not that I don't need... No man, yeah. I get what you're saying, but watch what you're saying. Right, because you're speaking into the words. And that's, so that was very much my mother. You know, my my dad actually passed away when I was two. Mm-hmm. I was very little when my dad passed away. So growing up, it was just always me, my mom, and my sister. So my mom raised us like that, like be strong mm-hmm. and take care of yourself. And I'm always do that, but it's like, mama, I don't want that for mm-hmm. myself because don't get me wrong, I lived a very beautiful. I had a very beautiful childhood. Mm-hmm. I had a very beautiful life and I always give that to my mom. My mom always poured into me. You know, when people would tell me my personality was too much and I need to be quiet, my mom was the one like, no, let her do it, you know? So, I always you know, thank her for that, but as far as how she was when it comes to like working hard, I don't want to work hard. 
if I got to sit on this table and talk once a week, that's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, so it's yeah. good that, you know, that you live, because you can also preach to that. Like, you don't have to, if you're dealing with somebody who, this is this is what building is about, though. Yep. Because even though he's not here, you're still building off of his legacy. Yep. And that is so important because I don't know, it, I can speak for a lot of people. He was one of the realest rappers in the game. Like, oh, for sure. Everybody can say that. Period. Everybody sure. can say Put that. A period at the end. Yes. Period. Period. <laughs> period. Like, you can't. Yeah. That nigga was one of the realest in the game. So. Yeah. And y'all know him as rappers. Yes. And Listen, so the fact you know that you can attest for him. Yeah. Because you know what? A lot of times people pass away and people come out with all these crazy stories and this and that. It ain't been nothing but good. But that yeah. just shows the person who is consistent. Ate off. Like, my friends, y'all. Like my friends, I'd be like, he's so busy. Like, but he got a good heart. They'd be like, is his heart fucking you? I'm like, basically. Yeah, <laughs> like, they would they would be like, why you always like miss like I mean, because I like, know him as a person. Yeah. So like, right. He's busy, but he is not like and I used to be like that. And Adolf, but his heart really was like, I mean, I'm talking about to me, but to anybody, like he ain't about to try to hurt nobody's feelings. Right. He ain't about to try to talk down. He ain't about to try to slick like you know, we in a group of people. He gonna like, man, what's your you you gaining weight, losing weight? Right. Right. Yeah. Like, he, gonna, he gonna say something that's so uplifting. Like, man, I see you looking good. Like you you like you on your your weight loss journey. Positive. Shit. Like he, it's gonna be something that'll make you feel good about yourself, not a break, tear you down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would see that to him with his friends, with his family. Just his principles and his morals and his values. Is that what made you, like, fall in love with him? Yeah. Period. Mm -hmm. Like, because at that point in my life, I just graduated from college. I was from Detroit. Everything Mm -hmm. y'all said, like, what y'all thought a real nigga. Like, I'm from Detroit. Like, Detroit girls. Like, what kind of, do he got a moral? Yeah. (laughs) He got the buff song. (laughs) Exactly. You know we love a good buff song. Listen. Like, he got on Elvis Detroit, so I was right. very materialistic. Yeah. What's up, down south? I had a real reality check. Like, mm. people down south to me, they were not. They, look, Detroit was like. We listen. wouldn't put that shit on. They wouldn't put having that shit on. In the, <laughs> that's what they always say. Northern <laughs> people always say, we do not be putting this shit on. <laughs> she like, oh. <laughs> look, she don't want to say it. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Like, she's a sweet enough. <laughs> Listen, I'm just like, let having the fires, yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah, I mean, literally, like, you like, Ma, I need a, a leather with the fur collar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And just all of that different type of stuff. So materialistic. And mm-hmm. shout out to Detroit, because I fuck with it. Like, no yeah. matter what, that's where I'm from. Yeah. But when I went down south, it really did humble me. And so when I met with Adolf, I just got, I mean, shit, I'm about to graduate from college. I'm like, I want, like, somebody, like... I didn't want nobody in the streets or yeah. anything like that. And so when I met him, it was like, okay, he cool. You know, he, mm-hmm. like, you know, I did not see that we about to share a future together. And so once I got to know him, we started having, it was like, it was like months of getting to know each mm-hmm. other. Months. You know what I'm saying? And he was such a gentleman. He was, like, he was just, first of all, I didn't listen to rap like that. I'm a real R&B, mm-hmm. you know That's what I'm me, saying? Neo-soul. You from the Motown City, yeah. though. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, listen, you get in the car with me, we going to the club, we listen to yeah. <laughs> We not, like, listen, like, you better be the DJ. Yes. On my playlist is Jasmine right. and Beyonce. Yeah. Like, and so I didn't know, like, you know, I didn't listen to his music like that when we started talking. He, like, looking like, you don't know who I am, do I? I'm like, uh, nah, nah, not... Nah. 
not for real. Everybody yeah. rap, you know? Right. But he was just so cool, and he was just not so... Not everybody rap. <laughs> I mean, yeah. she ain't lying, though. Everybody I mean, do be rapping. Like, right, right, right. I'm just like, but when I started to see his work ethic, his morals, his principles, his values, mm. and he started talking about his childhood and how instrumental his his grandmother was in his life, and he was like, man, I have to be in, in by the street. Like, oh, like me too. Like, <laughs> you was raised. Like, and I just... As we started to connect more and more, I was like, he got an amazing heart. We would go out to eat, um, Adolf, like somebody be like, you know, I'm hungry. And like, they'd be like, can I have y'all leftovers? He'd be like, give me a second. He would go back in and mm, order them a whole, a whole meal and give them some money and be like, I hope this, you know, had this for the day. And like, what? he was just so giving. And mm. I would just be like, are you... You we love like a beautiful person. Yeah. And he was. Like, I promise you, I don't care if from our good days to our bad days consistently, I, I would be like, we I'm irritated with you right now, but, but you, you still got a good heart. But I love you. You know what I'm saying? And I still heart. love you. And you got a good ass heart. And I can't deny that. And I don't think that anything that you do is intentionally to hurt me. You know what right. I'm saying? Whatever. And I just always held that. And he was just a beautiful, mm -hmm. very beautiful person. And I'm just thankful that I experienced him in his right. lifetime. Mm -hmm. So how is, like, your parenting, like, has it had to change a little bit since um, everything? For sure. I just got to be more in, in, in intentional about, like, paying attention. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm -hmm. like, my son lately, he been like, I'm just so mad. I'm mad. I'm, I'm mad. And he'll say the things that he's mad at. And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, he, he's really, like... He's he has the anger that or madness. Like long time ago, he said, "I'm mad because the people took my dad." Mm -hmm. And when he said that, this is probably like months ago, maybe even it's months ago at this point. Right. Um. And when he said that, I have noticed that he's building on that. Like mm -hmm. that that mad is the foundation of all other mad. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. So he's not, we were now about. he doesn't think that it's that mad. Now he thinks it's mad because they told me no. It's mad because you said no. It's mm -hmm. but it's no, really. It's not. It's yeah. Right. Because my son, before this happened, you could say, like, no. He blocked. Okay. okay right. You know, he was, mm -hmm. he was, and I don't want to change his DNA. Like, he is a, he's a beautiful person. He mm. is, like, I be like, this he's his daddy. All of, like, it's like a reincarnated person. Mm -hmm. Like, like you are so much like your dad. He's so beautiful, and he's so hurt. Mm. He's so hurt. And so I try to be creative. Like, how can I? How can I breathe life into him? Like, how can I give him strength? Like, you know, um, Deion Sanders asked us to come down to yes, JSU. Yes, I saw that. Right? I saw that. For mm -hmm. um, Tunnel Reveal. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was like, this is great. Like, it's the PR eternal. Like, he can be able to see, like, from the company that his daddy created mm -hmm. and, and, and breathe life into to, like, the legacy that he lives behind as the person that he was. Right. And see how people regarded and respected. Yes. And all of that type of stuff in terms of, like, this is your dad. My, my son was so proud. Mm -hmm. He was so proud. Like, it was like, you know, he needs those moments to feel like this is your day. Right. You know what I'm saying? And this is like, this is what you're walking into. Like when people see you, like they're like, oh, this, like they, you already oh, have. Oh, like this is dog, like this dog. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Like, like, yeah. Before you like elect, like oh, he already respected when he walked yeah. in the room. Just because yeah. of who his like, daddy is. Your daddy, your daddy right. was so respected <laughs> and so straight up and so mm -hmm. solid. Mm -hmm. And 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 all of those things, like he, you are, you have inherited a gift that a lot of people 
I mean, it's beyond money. You get what I'm saying? And oh, so, it's beyond that. Because it be some son walking in the middle. Oh, that's that bitch ass nigga. Not <laughs> see. <laughs> it's true. It's not true. Not that though. That is sex. I mean, but I mean, I love that because the fact of the matter is, you know, now we have to start, you know, like the healing journey for mm-hmm. your kids as well. Yeah. So the fact that part of his healing journey probably is being around people who knew his dad, you know, outside of mommy. You know, outside of loving family. him, outside of family, so he can see men, other black men that had celebrating such, his dad, celebrating mm-hmm. him and respecting him so much. Like I said, he was so respected, and your son and your daughter are gonna grow up knowing like y'all had one of the realest niggas in the game. And so when it's when I tell them, okay, come on, let's let's define a real. I'm not gonna say a real nigga. But right, yeah, right. <laughs> Let's define a real nigga, lack of better term. Right. <laughs> they're going to have their dad in mind. I'm My daughter you. knows what it means, like, you know what I'm saying, to be loved. Like, she she knows what that looks like. She knows what a woman should be, like, treated. Like, she was four years old when he passed. Mm. But when she speaks to him, she's like, oh, my daddy, he was he was fun. He loved me. He just would come in like, hey, my chocolate baby. Yes, yeah. I saw like, She would say so many different things, like, what she holds on to him. And I just be like, listen... You got to hold on to every Everything. word that he told you. you yeah. know? And Everything. for me, it's important that I continue to remind them and re- have them to reflect on what are some of the things that he poured into you. You know, like, what's some, what's some of the meaningful things that mm-hmm. he said? Let's jot them down. Let's draw right. a picture of it. Because I want them to hold on to it because they four and they were like four and seven when that happened. Mm-hmm. They got a lifetime to live. A whole life. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want that to become a faint memory. Right. Because right. I, I will be, say, I don't have no memories of my dad. Yeah, when you're like really young, I feel like, you know, you don't have hold a lot of memories from my sister has a little bit but like i said um my sister was five or six when my dad passed and you were two and i was like yeah two going on three so i feel like for me and like we said growing up during that time is different from this time so my mom she couldn't talk about it Mm -hmm. it was it was a struggle for her so when Mm -hmm. i would ask her questions she would feel uncomfortable and want to walk away because she had to cry you know she didn't understand how to tell, oh, this is what daddy did. This is how daddy felt about you. And, you know, it wasn't until I was older she told me, oh, your dad couldn't go to sleep without you sleeping on his chest. That's why you sleep bad now. Mm -hmm. I sleep terrible till this day. (laughs) Cause she used to tell me, but she didn't tell me that till I was like 16 or 17. By then, my problems had already developed. You know, I already got issues going on, but I'm glad that you're making his memory and his presence known cause people forget. Especially when you're a child. Like, I was a bad... I didn't know nothing. So, I feel like... And I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I don't feel like I have daddy issues, but... Maybe some of my issues with, like, um, abandonment issues. Like, I feel like people are always going to leave, and I'll just be scared, and these things like that is because because of me losing my dad and not having my mom tell me, oh, you know, this is how he felt he about so I never knew how my dad felt about me. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I it's good that you're question. telling me that. I- like, so how has been, because I know you say you were working with, like, a spiritual advisor at one point. How did how do you feel like that helped you navigate through all of this? Because that's something that I've been kind of thinking about. Like, I've tried therapy, but I haven't tried working with, like, a spiritual I, advisor. When I say spiritual advisor, I ain't talking about nobody that's be, like, okay, you need your cards. Right, right. right. Somebody that's literally, like, like encouraging me. It's almost like... um 
like encouraging me to read my Bible, mm -hmm. like going over different like scriptures or praying together. Like she literally would call me in the morning mm -hmm. to be like, okay, because she she was like a, a gamut of things, right? She was like a life coach slash like she had a very strong faith. Mm -hmm. And so I would tell her like, one of my things I want to do is start waking up early. This was after my brother passed. I want to wake up early and I want to start, like, really activating my prayer life because I don't be praying like I need to. Right. I, don't, I don't be reading my Bible. I don't read that often. Like, that's right, how I was right. kind of feeling, right? Mm -hmm. and so she was like, I'm going to call you. If, like, what time you want to get up? And I'm like, I want to get up, like, 5.15. I'm going to call you 5.15 every morning. We're going to start with a prayer. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So she was, like, my accountability person. So mm -hmm. she was, girl, I would be on that phone, like, hanging out the, like, <laughs> my legs wrapped around eight up, not wanting to get out the bed, like, okay, I'm here. I'm praying, that's right. <laughs> like, you know, but yes. I would make it there, and she would be like, okay, come on, like, now you ready to go to the gym? And so she would be that, and she would send me a scripture. She would be like, let's talk about this scripture later. So it was more so, like, that. Like, it wasn't to a place, like, I'm, I'm really, like, slick, scared. Like, the people that, like, that get into, like, the different type of practices, you know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I be scared. I, I think I be a little nervous about Just, that type of stuff, You know what? Too. I feel like... Not I think I know. Yeah, I definitely I, be nervous about I'm that. Scared. Like, I've gotten a reading one time, was and it, it... Was it on point? It was on point, but it was scary. Yeah. Because it's like, you're not God. Like, this is kind of weird. Like, who, so who am I playing with? Yeah, like, right, that's how right. I felt about it. I think and that's why me, I haven't did it again. I have had, it's so strange because I've had, like, I had a random Uber driver one day. I had came back. I think we were coming back. What was our last show um, before uh, DC? What was our show before that? Chicago? We came, yeah, we came, maybe yeah. it was Chicago. We came back from Chicago. It was so random because the Uber driver had some, you know, you get five minutes to get to your Uber. Yeah. So she, somebody had missed it, and then I had called her. I had mm -hmm. five minutes. Literally, I had like 10 seconds left to make it to her car. I finally made it to her car. I was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I didn't think I was going to make it. She was like, oh, girl, I almost left you. She was real cool. It was an older black lady. And she was like, oh, you look nice. I like your look. Mm -hmm. And she was just talking to me and stuff. And so she was like, asked me, well, she was like, well, what do you do? I was like, oh, I have a podcast. Um, we actually on tour right now. And, you know, I was just telling her how we were on tour and how I'm just so thankful. And mm. she was like, you know what's crazy? She was like, um, she was saying how she's a preacher. And she'd be going on Facebook and be doing Facebook lives and stuff. And I was like, I was like, well, whatever you do, just get your message across. Because I said, when we started Poor Minds, nobody was listening. And mm. you never know who you're going to touch. And it was so crazy. And she started talking about <laughs> purpose. And she was like, you know what? This is how crazy life is. And that's why I was telling the story earlier. She was like, you was meant to be in my car today. She was like, because I told myself... I'm going to give myself off tonight and I'm not going to wake up in the morning. She was like, I'm going to wake up in the morning. I'm going to get on my Facebook and I'm going to preach to somebody. She was like, because you know what? This morning I got on my Facebook live and there wasn't a lot of people on there. And I had one person telling me that they needed to hear my message. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I don't know what it is about you and your spirit. She was like, but I just needed to share this with you. Mm -hmm. So I feel like for me, I found comfort in the little signs. Yeah. You have to pay attention to the yeah, small signs. So... For some, for a long time, I was searching, like, who do I need to talk to? I exactly. need to go to my therapist. I need to go to this. I found comfort in, honestly, myself. This may sound crazy. When you walk into my house, I have my whole house. I love my, I, I love a little home decor. So I have my little table when you walk in, and my mom's ashes are right there. When I walk in the house, I, 
Hey, girl. Mm -hmm. I, just like she here, I find comfort in that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like sometimes as people, we always search for somebody that we need to talk to mm -hmm. or something. You need to find out what is going to heal you mm -hmm. and what makes you feel better. You know, right. I feel better when I'm just <clears throat> talking to my mother like she's here. That makes me feel better because she always talks back. That's mm -hmm. how I feel. Right. So I think a lot of times we are searching for outer experiences and outer things when that's not what you need. I talk to God right. and I talk to my mom. You don't need no middleman, no middle person to do that mm -hmm. because they're going to they're you're going to receive that message. Yeah. You were the most important person in his life. Mm -hmm. Whatever he got to say to you and things. And so you are his you know angel. His baby girl. No, yeah, Whatever daddy so your tight. daddy has to say to you, that's what I'm yeah. saying. He's gonna that yeah. message is going to come to you. And I'll look, I love my sister down, but I know off my mama's face. <laughs> 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 Let me not do that. But no, I feel like whatever, and like I said, whatever my mama gotta say to me, baby, it's she gonna, gonna let me. Yeah. You, you you know my mom. Yeah. She gonna let me know. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of times in your healing journey. Um, look within. Look mm -hmm. within. Look within. And don't care what nobody else, like, got to say about it, how nobody else want to judge it, because people got all the answers. Yes. Mm -hmm. People got all the answers, but it's like, deal with, like, you got the answers, too. Mm -hmm. And rely on you more than the people, because you, you equipped. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yes. Like, like, and especially you more if you connected. you think. Mm -hmm. And especially if you're connected, and especially if that's something that you're in search of. You know what I'm saying? What you're in search of, like, you really do find. Like, yes. you know what I'm saying? You look and you will find. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You will find it and, every time. And, and when you want answers and when you want confirmation and all of these different things, they come. The signs come. And I know me, I've experienced all of the signs. Like, I mean, I literally experienced signs to the point to where certain things, like, should I do this? Should I do that? Da, 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 it became, it was like birds knocking on my door. Like, every single, like every single morning. It's, like, it's going to happen physically to where yeah. it kind of freaks Freak you, you out. out. And then mm -hmm. it, it went from one bird to two. And it got to the point so they, they would come like clockwork. Mm. Like clockwork. And Though that that sign in itself, I was like, oh, so this must be my brother and Adolf. Yeah, like, yeah. they coming together like hello. Like, <laughs> but if people say, oh, like you know, maybe they see their shadow. I'm like, look, for both of them to see their shadow and come at every morning at eight a.m. Yeah. I'm telling you. Uh, but I that's why know. I say you have to pay attention to the signs. Like I'm a strong believer now. You know, sometimes you got to go through things, and yeah. when people would say things like, oh, this that. I would be like, okay, you're a weirdo, you know, but now going through it. I used it, to think that too, but then it's so crazy because now I really feel like I feel my dad's presence around me all the time. And I used to think it was so strange when people would say that because I'd be like, how do you feel this person presence? Like, what do you mean, girl? It's probably just cold is in the world. Is he touching you? Yeah, yeah. it's probably just cold yeah. in the world. What are you talking about? But like, I literally feel his presence around me. Often. I do. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I done got so bad with my mom. Like me, I was like, "Girl, don't you got somebody else to watch? Go <laughs> see Jackson. Go see my sister. Or something like." Yeah. But I mean, it's but crazy. I did. My friend, like, she's into all that stuff. But she was saying the reason your mom visits you all the time is because you talk to her. Mm. Talk to her. I, you invite her presence. Oh, in. all right, girl. I talk to her all the time. Mm -hmm. So I think that's important of the healing journey. You know, like, don't be afraid of that other side. Because it's a good spirit. Yeah, none of us know yeah. what happens, but, you know, we know that we are loved by our ones that have passed mm -hmm. on. So I feel like one thing about the healing journey for me is just acceptance. acceptance. Accepting that they're gone and 
developing a new relationship with their spirit. Exactly. That's very important. Girl, you know? what's your like, little point? I'm yeah. telling you, girl. What is that? My, yeah. life, when I tell, my life is totally different That's now. True, That's life, true. I mean, because like I said, my mom you can't was my, change it, so my you have mom to was my best it. friend. And I ain't Drea. Like, we had a photo shoot the day my mom passed. And it was crazy because I knew it. I called you. Well, you I, always have said, like, you always say all the time, which I think is so crazy, obviously, just because I went through it before you. Right. But you always be like, oh, Drea, you're so strong. Like, you're such a strong person. But, like, no, friend, you're really a strong person, right. too. Right. Like, <laughs> but, you know, you I, have, never, like, but I never really, had to go through nothing. My yeah. mom, my sister baby, me my yeah, entire life. But, like... You you've been going through it. Yeah. You've been dealing with it, and you've been doing an amazing job. And it was like the day of, and it it's was just not like, easy. You know, I called. I called you. I was like, my mom not answering the phone. I said something is weird. And you were like, oh, maybe she walked to the mailbox, or maybe she went to the store. And I was like, you're right. Maybe she did. And my mm. mind was telling me listen to Dre, but my heart was like, girl. I know. I just knew. You know, you just know, you yes, know, and I just knew. Just and it was like at that moment, I think that the first, I'm not going to lie, like the first week of my, I really can't remember a lot because I was out of it. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't, I didn't drink for three months after my Me mom too. passed. I didn't drink at I all. I didn't either. I don't remember yeah. a lot from the first two weeks of my mom's passing because everything was a blur. Yeah. Y'all, I because... wish I was getting fucked up. Like, <laughs> Like, that was the only way I knew how to cope with it in the beginning. To the point that I felt like I was drinking so much that I had to literally, like, tell myself, I'm not going to drink for, like, 40 days. Yeah. And I stopped drinking for a long time. Like, well, not a long time, but (laughs) for 40 days because I wanted to do it for Lee. Mm. And I was like, I'm not going to drink for 40 days. I just have to do this for myself. But literally when my dad passed away, I was getting so fucked up all the time. Because that was the only time I felt like I didn't, like, feel feel it for real. Did you I not really feel it, though? I felt like it was making me the, feel moment, that way. In like, moment, in the moment, moment, yeah, I'm not really I'm feeling saying, it. Like, like I'm, I'm doing so many other things. Like, I'm having so when much. When you got by yourself or got sober, did you did it crash down on you or anything? Or no, you was cool. You kept going. Nah, it would crash down on me. Because I remember literally the night my dad, the, the same day my dad passed away, we had to go do the show. We had mm. to go record the show. And then my one of my other friends, she came over we ended up going out, got drunk, smoked hookah. Literally, I came back to my house. We was, like, in the middle of the street. I was crying. I fell in the middle of the street. It was just, like, in the middle of the street crying. Yes. And she was like, girl, you need to get up. Like, somebody gonna run oh, over you. you had a breakdown on my birthday, too. Yeah, I had, like, a mental breakdown in the middle of the street. Yeah, it was it was a crazy time. That right there, and I think that that right there is one of the things that I think people should just pay attention to. Because yep. I think we be looking for things for coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. We be looking for a fixer. But it don't always. So, it's not a fixer. Nothing's going to be a I was fixer. very much drunk, and I very much still had a breakdown. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't drink either? Like I after? didn't yeah. for a long... I don't think I started to... I don't think I took a drink until, like, I'm going to say... It was probably, like, February I had my first drink. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, my first drink. And that was, like... It was probably, like... I, it took a long time before I got drunk. Like, mm, I would probably yeah. just, like, it'd probably just be something like, okay, my girl, like, you know, let's just go get a little drink. And mm. I, like, whatever. But I was scared because I really didn't know, like, how you were going to react. Yeah, because I knew that, like, I, I mean, I knew I was, like, super, super hurt. And I think that I was, like, you know, one of the things I know with my losses, like, when my brother passed, 
the media tried to like the the news, just the news. Right. They didn't. This was just regular, you know, local news. But you were like in that area, like people knew y'all. Well, no, it wasn't even that. Like they didn't. It, it wasn't even that part of it. It was that they wanted to report like. A drug deal. Well, they didn't even say a drug oh deal. Oh, my God. Um, a transaction gone bad. And mm. I'm like, oh, hell no, you not. Like, I, I'm a fighter at mm. heart. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's like, you're not about to try to paint this picture like my brother was on some bull. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a drug deal gone bad. Mm. And, and, and I, so I went into, like, I'm about to set the record straight. Right. No, he was not. He was a a, a man of God. Like, mm. I wanted to set the record straight. So I had experience feeling like you were not about to try to blemish his name. Facts. Period. Right. You're not about to do that. Not on my watch, mm-hmm. right? So when Adolf passed, and because of Black Men Deserve starting, like, before he passed and everything like that, it was like, you know, with certain things, it's like, I'm going to make sure you're not about to try to paint him out to be nothing more than what he is, mm-hmm. what he was, like, nothing more. And not that I really wanted to be involved with because Black Men Deserve had already been started. And it's like, at the end of the day, you're going to know for a fact this black man deserves to grow old. His mm-hmm. children deserve... I deserve to still have him here today. So it was mm-hmm. like this fighter in me that mm-hmm. happened and it was... Everything was just going so fast and I wasn't active like that. Like, I was grieving, but I just... It was like, I didn't want anything. Like, I didn't... I barely ate a lot. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I, like... It was a lot, like, yeah. it, it was a lot, and it is a blur for me, like you said, too. Like, a lot of things is, like, a blur, and it was just, like, I was not operating. I had people in place, like, because I had put that campaign together, I had started putting people yeah, in place, yeah. like, this is very meaningful to me. It was just that I made provisions unknowing that, like, what was going to follow. Did mm-hmm. you feel pressure to say something? Because I know, like, I mean, I didn't know you at the time, but no. I remember when it happened, I went straight to your page, like, oh, my God. Like, I did not. I think I was in a day. Like, I was like, this is... It, it, the thing was is that I didn't believe... Like, it was like a part of me was, like, in such denial. Like, right. like this yeah, is not yeah, true. Yeah. But it was just like, I didn't feel like it was true. Like, I didn't feel like it was true. Mm-hmm. And... I didn't know what the truth was, and I didn't like that people were trying to create a truth. Right, right, create right, Create a narrative. Right. I hate that. Like, that's the thing. It, it was that trigger in my brother. And I mean, I just, it was so many... It was just mm-hmm. so much. I was just like, I don't like that. Like, this... I think for, like, for a while, I was... It was a denial period. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't... I'm like, Adolf, one thing I know about him, like... He know how to move. Like, this ain't true. And it was something in me that did not want to fully accept the truth. And I just was like, this is... It was a weird period that I Mm -hmm. can't quite explain. Like, and from that period, within the months, like you say, like, it was a blur. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I was really processing things. I don't even... I don't know. Like, I know that, like, I had responded on Instagram... Sure. And that's why I was like... I, but it was like, I think that in that moment, I can't really 100% just say where I was mentally because I really, it's a blur for me. Mm-hmm. But I know that I didn't feel like this couldn't, this can't be real. Like, mm. this is not real life. Mm. Like, I'm going to wake up tomorrow. And, and, yeah, I mean, I think I'm we tripping. all... Yeah. Like, even I, I mean, of course, of course you're going to feel different, but when you won't be up by my sleep, I was like, girl, shut the fuck this up. This is not true. This is, and you got to think. You know, it was a time it. on Twitter once where they tried to say that he, like, something happened mm-hmm, to him. And mm-hmm. I called him. I'm like, what the? He was like, baby, I don't know what they talking about. So, mm. so you, have, yeah. you know, it's like, for me, I'm like, this ain't true. Right. This, this ain't true. Like, this, ain't. this is not true. I, this ain't true. Right. Like, so, in that moment of trying to process this isn't true, but kind of in my heart feeling like this could be true, 
I don't know what the fuck I was going through, to right. be honest with you. And I don't know. I just, it's, it's like really, it's like hard just, to I, explain. I, I you know? know, do you feel like though, like you got your like business mind for him? Like, have you always been kind of business minded, or do well, you feel I like? Agree. You know, let's yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I know you said you graduated. Because look, people like to say we didn't graduate. We definitely graduated from college. Yes, yes. period. We did. It's given degreed baddies. Uh, Stop playing with us. <laughs> So you got, always had a business mind. Yes, like, but for sure. I'm he is a boss. Facts. I was like, you my chocolate boss. I call I him my know, chocolate that's boss. Right. Like, <laughs> he was a boss and I watched him. It wasn't like he would sit me down like, okay, classes in session. Like, no, but I watched him. I watched him just transact and be and do and negotiate and uh, you know, just everything. He would talk to me about different things or whatever. Mm. So yeah, like I picked up a lot. A lot. That, mm. And that's important because, like I said, I feel like now it's so crazy because I think when people watch Poor Minds, because we have a thing called BDBs, a big, big baller. Big, big baller. <laughs> so it's just like a man who's going to take care of everything. And But I feel like as I've grown as a woman, don't get me wrong, you still got to be a BDB. You still got to pay and take care of things. But it's like, what else? You care way what more can about I, other things. What can I learn from you? Like, what yeah. can you teach me? So, and I feel like that's so important. Like, I had a BDB, period. You did, <laughs> You did. You had no, a no, like, you had a BDB, period. I didn't know that that was Never a thing. Heard. It is. But now that I know, baby, you, you definitely had a BDB. But you know what? This is how you know you got a BDB. If something like this happens, and look at you, like he implement, like you impactful. Is, yes, yeah. like it's everything. It's on you, like you Can know I what tell I'm you saying. All the secret. Yeah. I got a pee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she said she got pee. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Listen, we can, we can no, pause we can, for a second. Yeah. We can pause for a second so she can go to the bathroom. And then yes, we can do I've the been question. sitting here just like, no, you good. I'm, I'm, I'm a homie. Pause. Yeah. This is what I'm drinking. That's me. I'm like, girl, you good. That liquor be going through you. So, yeah, I feel like that's what's definitely important because I feel like when we first started this show, it was definitely giving like, oh, you got the money mm -hmm. and that was it. But it's so much more than that. You know, like I said, he set you he really set you up for success. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And like I said, it's not an opportunity, but you're prepared. You know, like you have taken the steps to prepare, you know, yourself for your second chapter of life because unfortunately for me, I never thought I had to mm -hmm. figure out what life is without my mom. Yeah. So you gotta figure shit out. So but thank God she um she didn't exactly prepare me for this. But I the things like it's that hard she left. To prepare anybody yeah, you're for not ever gonna like be prepared. To yeah. But the things, right. the the gems that they left for mm -hmm. you, you can make it. That's why, like, we built different. All three yeah. of us, yeah. we just different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. uh, and I, the only thing I'm gonna say, it, I I've probably said in times like I feel like I was being prepared because I think the like I said, my brother was the precursor to grief. Mm -hmm. yes. Right. So that was the, the thing that broke me completely down. Right. So where I had to pick, like be picked back up and go through therapy and the different types of things. And when mm -hmm. this happened, it broke me down again. Mm. But it was in a different type of way. Um, and I think that at this point, like I had understood when my brother losing my brother, I was like, man. You gotta learn how to like still acknowledge a person, you know, be there. How you ride for your brother? How you gonna show him even his in his in his death, like that you still got his back, that you're gonna look out for yeah. his family. So it was like stuff like that. I was talking to myself. And when Adolf passed, it was like it broke me down. And it's like, how I'ma still ride for him? Like how I'ma still show him. And I'm like, the one thing I know for a fact, like, 
Adolf care about the most is like our children, right? Yes. Our children mean the absolute most to him. And another thing that I know for a fact about Adolf is like both of us admired how we parented our children. And the mm. way we loved, like I loved how he loved our children mm. and he loved how I took care and loved them. Like right. it was like, like, I don't care if the world was crashing down and burning, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Everything was going wrong, but we were like, we damn good parents to our right. children. Like, right. We could come together and be on one accord. And so it's like, I just, like, I remember in the beginning of everything happening, I was like, I'm about to cook a meal because he would want me to, like, mm. you know, he would really, like, be so proud that, like, they not eating out today. Right. Because mm-hmm. that's not... And you're what, not slacking. I'm not slacking. And, and that's not... He know Like, that's not even something, like, we already talked about eating mm-hmm. and food and stuff like that. He would appreciate that I cook them a good meal. You right. Know what I'm and I need to probably just add that to my thing once I get back into my routine of just cooking them meals because... They they would appreciate it. He mm-hmm. would pre- like he would be like me. I'm so proud of you. Like, I mm. know for a fact if he could come down and have a conversation, he would be like, "How you still showing up for them and being there for them and making sure that they good even despite your own hurt and pain." Right. Yeah. Like I'm proud of you. He would be so proud. And the thing is, is that he wouldn't expect anybody else to be able like for re- at that capacity mm-hmm. to be able to do what I'm doing. Because it's like he knows that we share this mutual, like, love and affection yes. for our children. So he would just, if he can't do it, like, me, yeah, you you know what I'm saying? I feel you, but they need they need you. Right. And that's why I say it's you. Like, it's, it's, it's in you. It's built in you. Like, nobody else could have done this job for him and with his seeds but you. You know? It's, it's, it's a... Like I said, it's a hard. It's journey. always a hard thing to talk about because it's like it's just a, un, such an unfortunate situation that I feel like everybody has to go through. You know what I mean? In mm. life, just grieving and losing somebody. But I do feel like yeah, like some of us we be built for it though. Yeah, we be built for it. And I'm gonna tell you last little story. I was looking at my during the time of me like working with life coaches mm-hmm. and spiritual coaches. Um, in like 2017, I had wrote down like. My mission is life in life is to share my experiences to help make light of someone else's, right? Mm-hmm. In short, it was a little longer than that. But when I look and I stand at where I am today, I'm like, it's so many people that's grieving. It, I mean, I've gotten letters, emails, all types yes. of things. Mm-hmm. People like, how do you do this? I lost my significant other and I shut myself in the room for three months. Like they said like so many different things and my heart will go out to them. And I'm like, I don't understand how you're doing it. And I'm like, I don't either. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that me writing that down as a mission in my life, God put something. He 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 planted a seed so deep inside of me. I don't even know when he did it. How long ago? I'm I don't know when it happened. I don't yep. know when it happened, but I I can acknowledge that a seed has been planted in yeah. me. And for me to have to like to have wrote that down, inked it, you know what I'm saying? In 2017, mm-hmm. came back like uh, again and reiterated it in 2018. It was just like I feel like a part of my purpose in life right now yep. is to help people yes. navigate foreign territory. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like just be able to share my experiences like look i know you hurting right now but don't 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 cut yourself it ain't life will continue to go on and you mm-hmm. will understand new meaning right mm-hmm. um 
Be there for your children. Don't lock yourself inside your room. They need you. Bring them in. Y'all all cuddle up in the bed right. together mm-hmm. and reminisce. You know what I'm saying? Cry together. Talk like, about be it. Be there for one. Like, your kids need you because yes. they hurt. Like, whatever. I can be able to share my experience that I've had and the several losses that I've experienced. I feel like it's time for me to be vocal. Not so much just because cloud is the last thing. Money is the last thing right. that's on my agenda that's needed. Like, I, it, it's, that is not even it. And that's, it's not even any of those things. It's like, it's so many people that's hurting, that are going through things and don't have a, um, a any type of, or anybody to a talk blueprint to or it. any mm-hmm. type of, nobody is really talking about these things. You get what I'm saying? Because you're also very honest. Like, yeah. when you be having a bad day and sometimes, like, you express that on your social media. Like, I feel like a lot of times, and I haven't done that because I, I ain't got that in, yeah. in me yet, you know? Like, um, on his birthday, you know, you had penned a letter, and it was just so beautiful, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't I don't know if I'm there yet, because Drea and my mom have the same birthday. When's your birthday? Uh, April, April 22nd. 22nd. My mom uh, and Drea same, share the same we birthday. We the same birthday. And you know what's crazy? crazy? The thing that's been on my mind is, like, how am I going to celebrate the most of, one of the most important people in my life outside of my sister and my nephew's birthday when that's my mother's birthday, birthday you too. know? Yeah. Because I'm not there yet. I, I, shared, I shared one post whenever my mom passed. And I haven't posted anything about it since. I'll post her pictures on my story <laughs> and things like that. But I, this is the first time I've talked about it on the show. Um, I said something whenever she passed. I was like, hey, thank y'all for the support. Yeah, my mom passed. And I closed mm-hmm. the show. So this is the first time, like, me actually really, really speaking on it. Yeah. Really speaking on it. So that's what I commend you for. Like, you're very open with your journey and you grieving <laughs> and you going through it. Because, you know, a lot of times I feel like people will look at you and be like, damn, she's so strong. She making it, she going through, but and when you wrote that, that letter, I was like, yeah, like she still, it's an everyday journey for it's you. It's an everyday journey. And yeah. I mean, and, and I've come to grips to understand, and I think Adolf prepared me, like people gonna say all type of shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. People gonna say, oh, how's she doing that? She mm-hmm. must have, didn't care. For clout, like, for right. money, for this, all type for that, of stuff. right. And it's like, I'm so over what people got to say. Mm-hmm. Seriously, and I it's think that. It's about the transparency and the it's message. A, it, yeah, because I'm like, it's so many more people. It's a, that it's a fraction of people. Yeah, it's a fraction of people that got some shit to say that's like, you just, like, Debbie this Downer, small, just right. whatever. But it's this it's, amount of people that need mm-hmm. to be touched. Yes, that's, and that's hurting. Message. That's hurting. That's hurting. Yeah. That's loot. We... I mean, come on now. Like, you look in the black community, if they ain't getting shot, they got cancer, they got something, mm-hmm. they got... It's like, we losing people left and right. Yeah. From crazy stuff that All don't even need to be stuff. happening. So people just need some type of help and insight on how to mm-hmm. heal from that. You know what I'm saying? And the only thing I can share is my experience. And right. my experience, when, when my dad passed when I was 19, I didn't talk about, like, I you, I didn't talk about him. Social media, and, and when I was 19, I was like, what, 2010, I think? Mm-hmm. 2010 or whatever the case may be. Um, or 20, something. It was a year. <laughs> what, what, it was a year. year. <laughs> I'm like, I'll probably, whatever. It was a year, but I just never acknowledged it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did follow it away. I just was like, I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't want to cry. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. And that was how I was. And I think it was the lack of emotional intelligence. And not to say that That's you a- lacking or anything, but I think that I didn't know how to deal with grief or anything emotionally related, mm-hmm. right? So I just avoided it. And so I think when my brother passed, I was older. Right. I had went to therapy, therapist after therapist after therapist. I think that I have gotten much more in tune with my my emotional con- like state and stuff like that. 
I was older. I say that again. <laughs> and then, I mean, you also had children, too. I had children, and because I could say and recognize, like, oh, I'm effed up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I recognize real off top, like, oh, I'm effed up, so mm-hmm. I need some help. So I sought out help. Um, and so, you know, I just say all of that to say, at this particular point, I learned how it's that that expression of love mm-hmm. that helps me through. Yes. You know, I expressed my, like, you know, through creative expression and stuff like that, how I felt about my brother. That made, that made, that built my spirit. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. was, like, something that I needed, like, for me to be able to express my love for him. So when Adolf died, that's what I had learned to do, mm. was to express my love. Like, I can't leave it in. It, don't, it ain't supposed, I need to express this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I just need to express it and let it out and let it, let it continue to just, like, reach him as it goes out. Like, it's going to go up into the sky mm-hmm. and, like, he catches it or something. Right, I right. don't know what happened. And, I, know? and that's what I was saying yeah. earlier. I feel like that's why I feel like my mom comes to me because I talked to her. So you coming out and doing these interviews and talking about him, like, that's what you're supposed to be doing is, like, spreading that. Yeah. And I'm trying to get to a point, too, to where I'm more like that. Because I do think it has a lot to do with emotional intelligence. Because for a long time, I just never wanted to, like, I'm the type of person, I just don't want to talk about shit. Mm. Like, I just bottle it all up inside, and I try to deal with it internally and deal with it how I'm going to deal with it. But I never want to talk about things. Because even when my dad passed away, I think my dad had had been gone for probably, like, two months before I actually, like, came on the show and said something about it. Or, like, made a post about it on social media. Because I just didn't want to... Accept the accept the fact, and I just what you said about and talking about it. You have to accept it. No, you do, (laughs) and recognize. Okay, this person is a spirit now. You know what? It's crazy because y'all know me. I play about everything. It was crazy because after my mom passed, um, I had already had set up like my cosmetic surgery I was getting done, Mm -hmm. and I was thinking about canceling it and stuff. And I was like, man, I had already told my mom about it. She was like, yes, girl, I can't wait to Mm -hmm. see it. Like it was all excited, and I was like thinking like. Okay, well, what if something happened to me? I was like, oh my God, my sister gonna have to deal with my mom. I was like, well, you know what? At least my mom be like, at least you died doing something you love, bitch. Mm. And you up here being a bad bitch. Right. Fuck it. Turn up. Get so, that body, girl. Get that body, bitch. Do what you gotta do. Shit. That's why I said, Come on, Miss New Booty. Yes, period. And that's why I said, yeah, at the end of the day, my mom was like, my baby bad. Because yeah. that's what she used to say. Mm-hmm. I know she looking out like that, like, period. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all still not fucking with my baby. <laughs> and I, and y'all never will. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Period. 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 Okay. Stop so, playing. Now we're going to get into, into the bow. Hey. The bow. Ow. The bow. 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 So I'm not going to lie. For my bop of the week, I'm going to make my bop of the week a Dolph song. Me too. Because this was a song. It was one of the time I had my like my first little BDB girl. Okay. And he was trying to impress me. Like, oh, I, when I hear this song, I think about you. So Dolph had a tape with Key Glock and uh-huh. he had this song called Juicy. And he was I like, Ju- you remember Juicy? Yeah, Juicy was about Juicy. Juicy. Yeah, and he was, was just like, yeah. Whenever I hear this song, I think about you. So I was like, oh, I know he loved me down. Which he didn't, but that's my bop. <laughs> if you ain't never heard Dom Juicy, that is a bop, girl. That is, that is, that's a bop. That's a bop. Oh, well, I know what my song is. <laughs> What's your bop? R&B. Facts. Which nigga bitch, that's my song. Yeah, because yeah. Meg ate, she did what he did. Meg to... ate, and then just, she, I mean, who don't want to be a rich nigga a bitch? A rich nigga I mean, bitch, I period. Big right. Move. Okay, well, <laughs> what's your favorite? I'm 
had a neither one of those. <laughs> but my my favorite or my bop is my favorite. It mm-hmm. is my song. It's mm-hmm. what I call my song. Okay. And it's um him and Beto where he like you know talking about you got it that you got it remix. That was he was yes. talking about. Oh yeah. Oh, we are oh, we clear the record. I just want you to know. But honestly, I feel like if you, because you were saying it, earlier, like people didn't know he was in, like if you know, I feel like everybody, everybody knew because he was yeah. like not like he was a very stiff nigga. Like he was not like yeah. he was very stiff. He was not playing. So yeah. every if you was a fan of Dolph, like you knew, like oh baby, he loved his Look, girl. Look, Adolf was so a funny actor. I was like, listen, if if, if she suck your dick, like. <laughs> Like, I'm surprised. But like, I feel like that's so the type accent. of nigga. Oh, yes, yeah, he's the type of nigga you want, though. Like, he is, like, that's feel, all you gonna end up doing. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, like, it's listen, you best from believe, me. like, I'm gonna be honest with mm-hmm. you. Like, people are like, how could you, be? I'm like, listen, if she, listen, I'm gonna end up being like, so, I mean, it, it have, you would have to be something so, like, and I'm not even mm-hmm. talking about your body or nothing like no, that. No, you as a person. You would have to be and let me, And they don't got it. Yep. Uh, let me tell you something. I, I worked listen. in a club for a very long time. I got stories about all the rappers. Not one story about Dolph, and I'm not just saying that because you're here. Listen. Y'all know I yeah. share a lot of stories about things that these Rappers be never because he just and I just feel like he was something he did not. and I mean even like in the time of us, like he just, I just was not. That was not my thing. Like I was Mm -hmm. not worried about no other woman. Like that was the last thing. Like Mm -hmm. we was dealing with. If we had an issue, it was like something real, like. Real life shit. Real life stuff yeah. like, okay, I need your presence more. Any something like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's not no woman. You know what I'm saying? People will always assume, like, I know you can relate to a nigga cheating. I'm like, no, hey. I can't relate, mom. Because with some niggas, they do, they just be so stiff that it's like, in order for you to catch his attention, you just gotta be something so special. Like, or you have to. You gonna have to, like, or you just gonna have to be, like, so, like, because I mean, at the end of the day, a man, like, I yeah, got brothers, but I'm not like, right. this is my brother. Right. You would have to be so like let me like you do something so whatever that mm-hmm. I don't know like it's gonna you gonna have to catch him at the right time be the right type of director mm, right. like damn this shit kinda sexy right. because otherwise he probably gonna look at you like bitch get your ass out of like, like get the fuck he'll probably yeah. be like that or mm-hmm. you, it, it just I don't know but I just it was like at the end of the day you are not about to have his heart mm-hmm. that's that's number one you are not gonna have his heart not happening and you know Adolf is no type of trick he got mm-hmm. money but he not about to be and that's why I said it's the main yeah. thing yeah. If I need to cheat on me and he's pay a bitch rent, oh, <laughs> that's your trigger. That's my trigger every Mm-mm. time. Nice. So, look, like I said, I used to work in the club. The girl I never heard. I had sto- I got stories about everybody in the game. Well, let me not say that before y'all tag me, but <laughs> like who? But no, but I'm just exactly. <laughs> but never, never solid nigga, realest nigga in the game. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. And we are here to talk to y'all about HelloFresh. Y'all know this is fall season. This is a time where you're supposed to be eating healthy and getting that body right, period. Yes, we love HelloFresh because it's 25% cheaper than takeout. And it saves you time going to the, cro- to the grocery store. You literally can get pre-portioned ingredients right to your doorstep. Yes, and the best thing about it is that they have seasonal recipes. Mm-hmm. So, y'all know me. <laughs> I love a good bean. 
Mm-hmm. I made the black bean pepper quesadilla. When I tell you, it changed my life. Yeah, I love beans and I love peppers. You know what that's I'm saying? All right. That's all right. Mix up my it all up, whipped it up. And the best thing about it all, everything comes pre-portioned, so you don't have to, like, measure things. It's super easy. Everything gets delivered mm-hmm. straight to your dough. Yes. 20-minute prep. 20 minute cleanup. Yes. We love HelloFresh. So all you have to do is go to HelloFresh.com slash 65 and you can get 65% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 65 and use code PoorMind65 and you get 65% off plus free shipping. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, XP. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. And y'all know we are here to talk to y'all about BetterHelp.com. Yes, y'all know we love BetterHelp. We have both been using BetterHelp for a really, really long time. And one thing that I love about talking to a therapist is that it can help you become a better problem solver. Also, the BetterHelp app is super easy to navigate, so it's easy to change counselors and talk to your counselor at any time whenever you need to. Yes, this has been such a crazy year for me with losing my mom, going on tour, and everything that I've been dealing with. And BetterHelp has helped me so much. I was so blessed to find an amazing counselor who works with my schedule as well as hers. And if you have a problem with your counselor, they make it super easy to switch. So what you're going to do is go to betterhelp.com backslash Poor Minds, that's better, H-E-L-P dot com backslash Poor Minds, and you're going to get 10% off of your first month. So if you've ever been skeptical about getting therapy, this is your sign to start now and just try it, okay? So yes. now we're going to get into our favorite segment of the mm-hmm. week. Pour your, uh, heart the pour your heart out. If you have questions, make sure you email us at ask. Poorminds at gmail.com. Make sure you email us, ask your questions. If you're a Patreon member, make sure you email and just put Patreon in the subject line and we're going to answer your question. Okay, so question number one. It says, Hey, Lex and Drea, y'all are so beautiful and brilliant, like for real, for real. I want to tell y'all how much you helped my life. I finally started my podcast and I'm four episodes in and ow. Also, I started school and I'm eight classes down, 14 to go with three kids. It gets wild up in her. You ladies have helped me get back, get my sexy back. And remember, I'm a boss bitch. I'm currently separating from a unhealthy relationship and I've severed ties. Things are going up and it's stuck because God is good and I stay true to myself and my kids. I love y'all for real and y'all my therapy and forever grateful for what y'all ladies do. Thank Aww, you. Aww. So we don't be that's fucking cute. up everybody's life. Yeah, because we be asking for testimonials and sometimes they be saying shit and I be she like, be like bitch, I lost my man. Fuck you, ho. Yeah, they be like, you dumbass hoes. I know I shouldn't have listened to y'all. I be like, that. Yeah. Oh, they be mad at us now. I can't keep a man. Why would y'all listen to my advice? Look, shit. You gotta be smarter than that. Okay, question number two. Hey, loves, I just found y'all on TikTok a few months ago and now literally binge listening to y'all at work. It makes my days fly by. I'm a 28-year-old woman and have been with my man the last three years and we have two kids together. We are very wealth-driven and our main goals are to get out of the workforce and build businesses and a portfolio of properties to leave for our children. In the entirety of our relationship, my man's mom has been in my presence maybe twice, where I wasn't rubbed the wrong way by her. 
her. Majority of the time, just her being there makes my ass itch because she's a <laughs> complainer. She will invite herself to dinner at our house and complain the whole time about our plant-based diet. She's loud and always over-talking, so I just don't care for conversation with her anymore. Me and my man have been discussing buying a house next year, and his mother suggested we get a six-slash-seven-bedroom house together and all pay extra to pay the house off in the next five years and do it over again to start accumulating property. I'd be down to do this if this was the right people, but his mama, not an option for me. Your home needs to be a place of peace, and I ain't walking on eggshells in my shit because you know niggas be sensitive about their mamas. Any advice for how to have this conversation carefully? Okay, so we're going to let me answer this because you have a son. <laughs> I do. So how do you feel like whenever your son gets to that age of dating, how are you going to handle that? I'm going to say I ain't even going to talk in future. Like Adolf was for real about his family. Okay. You know what I'm yeah. So we could talk like one thing I always said, like I'm not beefing with my in-laws. Mm-hmm. Like I, no matter yeah. what type of, I just, I don't believe in that because it just makes the relationship harder. Like I don't right. want him to have to choose. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I don't want to have to be like, damn, he ain't choose me because family is important. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? So, I would probably, you know, like look for a house with an in-law suite. If 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 this is a non-negotiable and they really going for this, okay, they got like whole garages with a whole apartment. Oh, right, they, they do. They do. Yes. So I would like, you know, look for that, or I would look for they got homes with basements. Like they got Ooh. a whole. What's her and Candy got a house like that? She do. Her mama live like. Yeah. I don't know if she still does, but on one of the yeah, things, yeah, she lives on the property. Yeah, she had a little house on the property back for us. So honestly, if ever I was gonna get married, my mama was definitely gonna be on the stage. But and what do you do if you if like his mama <clears throat> insufferable? Because that's how it sounds like she making it seem. <laughs> then what would you do in a situation like, like that? It's one of them type of things. Like I, it's just like get to a point like training yourself that like I'm the same way it's like Girl, I ain't gonna need less sense like okay sis well listen what you want is you, you don't like plant based cause at the, she don't like plant based mm-hmm. so, so, so you just gonna make her stay like make her little hair yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying just because I would be like when I would be plant based my family didn't want it so I would just go ahead and my that's what I think he loves me even more it's like that extra mile that you go mm-hmm. to appreciate him or his people you know what I'm saying it's like I would go ahead and be like look I ain't eating that but but here you go, like right. enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, child. Like, or I'll call in. I'll take out. You know what I'm yeah. saying. Like, call in something specially for her. And you know, I know it's probably like I ain't effing her. I people would like to say that, but it's like it's not about that. Your man will appreciate the gestures you you make for the people. If he you know, like a, embracing mom. the people mm-hmm. that he love. You know what I'm saying. And I know when my brother, when him and my sister in law first got together, it was hell because everybody didn't get along. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Oh, wow. yes. was some yeah. And he was like, man, like I always dream. My wife and my sister, and we sat out, and I like because I love my brother, and I'm oh, like, oh, so you didn't get along with her? We, it bit. was just a miscommunication, right? Okay, yeah, got, very, got, it was the got. very beginning, you right. know. He they was young and married; they were okay. like 18, 19, okay, 19, okay, okay, okay. 19, 20. So I don't know shit about no relationship, right? Okay, yeah. let's go. Yeah. I just moved down here. Let's go. He like, all right, let's go. So she'd be mad, like you didn't ask me. And I'm like, this is my brother. Or she, you know, so I was just young, but at the same time, when he expressed, like, it's important. When I talked to her and I got to know her, relationships, period, like, you gotta learn how to accommodate people. Like, what you, you know, like, it's just a part of it. You know what I'm saying? And so, 
I would just be like, I'm gonna accommodate this situation, but I can't make this. All right, y'all, good to see you, man. Yeah. Go on, go on, take care of your business. It's right. not that serious. And stop taking things so personal. Personal. I think sometimes <laughs> yeah. moms say things and it may offend you. Girl, let that shit go on one end after the other. Just let it ride. I be talking about this all the time on the show. Don't be like my mama. She beat up my granny, but y'all beat up your granny. Yeah, but don't do that, y'all. That's my <laughs> Don't be that. And my crazy. daddy still stayed with her, too. That's how you know Barbara put it on him, huh? Right. <laughs> right. Not Barbara got that one. I can't. I, see, that's something that's so... <laughs> I can't. I'm going to this episode and be like, what? Why you tell my business? <laughs> well, she know I already talked about it before because everybody knows. I mean, like the family. <laughs> she beat my granny up. So try to get along with her, you know, yes. just for the meaning of y'all's family and the growth yeah. in y'all's future. And he gonna love you for that. Mm-hmm. I promise you. He gonna, especially if that's his mama, like he like he love his mama. Right. He gonna appreciate that. I yes. promise you. Yeah. Give okay, so honey. Let there. everybody know where they can find you, what you working on, what you got coming up, all that good stuff. Yes. So you can find me um, on my personal page. I am Mia J on Instagram, but for my businesses, that's really, like, that's that's the meaningful stuff. Like, mm-hmm. what I got talking about ain't shit, but black men deserve to grow old. It's important for this black community to, to put our heads together and to support and advocate for the message because I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing our black men and boys being killed by one another, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure you tired because don't nobody want to keep getting knocks at their door to their little cousins, their brothers, their uncles, their daddies not coming home because right. of that. So find me for that on Black Men Deserve to Grow Old on Instagram or uh, bmdtgo.com, mm-hmm. you know, shorten that thing. Um, <laughs> and you can also find me um, at the mom and CEO on Instagram. And Fresh Start Kids, that's the nonprofit. That's where we ain't really live and pushing over there. I'm gonna be honest, cause it's a lot going on. Right, right, and right. I'm like, you've been everywhere. Like, you got a listen, lot going on. And yeah. I ain't the board been like, when we gonna get together? I'm like, I'm gonna call y'all in a minute. I got, <laughs> it's just, I'm overwhelmed. You know, like seriously. So yeah. eventually, we'll get back to like doing things and really, really pouring into the community. But mm-hmm. follow and turn on them notifications for what yes, we do. Because yes. you won't be like, oh, I ain't know. Right, like, right, right. When we right. get started, we ain't stopping. And that's a fact. Well, thank, thank you so you much. Like, this was a great episode. This, this was, was so good. good. Yeah. I'm so glad that we good. finally... Because you know what? We've been wanting to talk about this stuff for a long time. Yeah. You know, because we've been dealing with a lot. So... I'm going to close this with one of my favorite quotes. <laughs> it's your favorite quote. I'm I don't fuck with these niggas because they shady. <laughs> these <laughs> bitches, they just want to have my baby. baby. Born in the 80s, crack baby, as I was. I'm just saying. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for tuning in. <laughs>